When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two, three, four. Don't mind if I do. Are you ready? Gavino and Rich. Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? Get ready. Turn on the radio. Get ready. Whoa! Yeah! Holy mother nugget! And holy mother meatball! I'm the smartest man alive! You're so ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Cavino and Rich. Let's go! Wow! What's up, Logo? Oh, buddy! On his tres de mayo. Happy tres de mayo, everybody. Doesn't get enough credit. Lots of tacos this week between today on this tres de mayo. I saw the forecast. It's raining tacos. Oh. And then Thursday's the big fiesta. Happy May the 4th be with you, Eve, everybody. And welcome to the show. Sports, entertainment, life. Hope you had a heat slash suns sort of Monday. Let's kick ass on this taco motherfucking Tuesday. Today, we're going to talk about games, yeah, we're going to talk about dumbass. food, we're going to talk about butt cheeks, yeah, you dumbass. we're going to talk about like how to trap a human yeah, you if you were an alien. Yeah, that really happened. Dumbass. That shit was a hot topic. Yeah, if you're high yeah, out of your mind, dumbass. like Rich. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Spotty's here. Couldn't sleep, uh, couldn't sleep well last night. Oh, ran out of edibles? Welcome to my world. Yeah, I ran out of edibles. Did you? No, you I just, I just, time I was, it was too late. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to take an edible now. And I just I could toss it and turn and I toss and turn. Sounds like you're dependent on them. You ever have insomnia? I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Where's it from? Oh, wait, don't tell me. The douche in. The douchebag lawyer in. Better call Saul. Wow. You know, that guy who speaks like a robot. No, Jimmy. No, Jimmy. Do you he mean left. Hamlin? Yeah. <laughs> From Hamlin, Hamlin, and McGill? That guy. <laughs> yeah. He has insomnia like Rich. I'm still behind. Ooh. I better call Saul. It's a great show, though. I'm glad Kinda you're like our, our listener, Tanya, who just started Breaking Bad. I'm a little behind. Not like 10, 12 years behind. <laughs> I saw what you responded to her. Tanya... One of our newer listeners. Yeah. But we appreciate it. We love you, Tanya. Of Tanya course. was listening to... If we're talking about you, it means we love you. She was listening to the Have Kids They Said podcast. Yes. And was like, oh, Rich has another podcast because I promote us. And she found us. So she found us and Breaking Bad and Kavino hit her up and said, you know, we also had a black president. Yeah. Was she in a coma in the early 2000s? She's like, I was being a mom. What the hell? It happens. I get it. But... Come on. Hey, at least she's on it, right? 
At least she's checking it out. Well, but I'm behind on Better Call Saul. I'm on season four now, and it's great. It really is so underrated, and it's just getting me more hype to catch up. I think you're going to say it's getting you horny. Horny. That's what I heard. You you like Kim Wexler? Jimmy McGill's kind of ripped for an older guy. If any show is going to keep you uh, up to date on the early 2000s, it's this show. That's what I'm saying. Fun fact, though. Bob Odenkirk, a Covino and Rich fan. He is. He used to be. Yeah. He listened to our show, which was kind of cool. So he did say that. Yeah, I Bob appreciate that guy, and he's great in the show. Odenkirk and, is so good, and I really feel like you know certain things. We when I'm on Turbo on SXM Turbo, I often make the reference that I feel like we didn't appreciate Audio Slave as much as we should have because they were awesome. It was Rage Against the Machine with Chris Cornell. And we're like, yeah, super groups, whatever. Now I wish we had more of that shit, right? But we don't. We can't. I feel like we took it for granted. Same with Better Call Saul. I feel like, yeah, you mean the prequel to Breaking Bad? Whatever. It's kind of slow. Now you watch it now. It's like, this is great. It's Fantastic. so great. It's, it's really quackastic. Great. It's, it is a little slow, but the characters are great, and it's all building to the new season now, the final season that leads into Breaking Bad, which everybody's sort of buzzing about saying, yo, this is great. Um, Season four, which is when you're, what you're watching now. Yeah. Is that when they're, uh, uh, let's just say, building and the German dudes and all that? Is yeah. That, that's season four? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. So I'm a little behind um, and catching up. That's what but I did yesterday. So no, I hope uh, you had a great Monday night. It's no spoiler, but I was unaware that as it got to season four, five, I'm caught up to real time season six, but it's cool when you start seeing like Uncle Hank cameos and they start really incorporating the Breaking Bad people. I can't do my king of breakfast impression anymore huh why not it's insensitive hey uncle hank no yeah. uncle yeah no can't do it no, can't oh, hank's do it. his dad can't do it no no hank's his uncle yeah uncle king, hank king uncle of breakfast hank. king of breakfast king, king of, of breakfast. breakfast walt jr walt jr loves, loves breakfast. um who loved breakfast more than that kid the kid loved breakfast he did there was a there's a character that i forget his fate in breaking bad or maybe you don't know his fate yet and I don't want to know because you know when you you're like if I forget that I'm better off forgetting I'll is, figure it out eventually. Is it Tuco? One of no, uh, it's not Tuco. Jesse Pinkman's goons. No, it's is it the it's the main dude, the guy that plays uh, Nacho. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ignacio. Right, right. Who is right. Lalo's fucking dude? Who's sort of working a double double life? Well, anyway, but he's such a good, that guy's such a great actor, and I'm like, do I remember him from Breaking Bad or just another gang movie or something? He's so good, that guy. I don't want to take just you watching back the show. To... Make you miss working at ESPN because I feel like all those names were people that you worked with at ESPN. <laughs> oh yeah, I worked with. Uh, oh, you thought I was talking about Breaking Bad and uh, Better Call Saul? I was talking about the production crew for Now or Never. Ignacio, Lalo, Tuco, Salamanca. Well, I don't want to take you back in time for no reason just because I'm behind. I don't want to take you back to 2018 just because. I'm trying to fast forward to season six. By the way, I'm trying to not, get there. Not to spurl it, but... It was more of a rewind. Nacho? No, that was a... Nacho, which, by the way, there were two nachos at ESPN. Camino, nacho. Camino ate both of them. Ignacio, who's so good on Better Call Saul... Dude, bro, Stu, Efron, and Kim both hit us up saying he is not in Breaking Bad. So one of two things happens. They take him out 
or he escapes, which is one of his plans all along. So I guess we'll see. Well, I'm not trying to get nerdy about it. But it's a great show. Though. I'm just no letting escapes, you know. Which means there, he's probably going to get taken out. That, that's know, what no I one, did yesterday. No one escapes the business. I also watched the Yankees win 10 in a row. What? Yankees, what? Beating the Blue Jays, who are also one of the hottest teams in the bigs. So I'm excited about that. I have pure joy, pure joy in Jubilee when I watch the Yankees. Can win. I tell you that one of the most understated things is how I had last season or so I had become such an average at best football gambler. I got hot at times, but then I would get cold. Mm. I'm going to jinx myself, but I am. I'm really slaying it with the baseball gambling. Like I'm not even joking. Just and I'm I'm, I'm betting such small amounts so it's not affecting anything. I'm betting like 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks. But when the football season ended, I told you, I had like maybe like $800 lingering in my account. I'm like, I'll keep it there. Just betting $25 here or there or 50 bucks on a parlay. Like double that money in the first like month of the baseball season. Wow. Because like last night, you know what I did? It's like you got a new gig. I did Yankees. It's not called the gig. It's a job. Who said that on our show? It's not called the gig. It's called work. Oh, uh, Mike Urban Trout. Yeah. yeah. We had him on the show. Jonathan Banks. Sure did. Um, but yeah, last night I did Twins and Yankees uh, parlay money line. And, and they McGill. both won. Or what's the brother? Michael McKeon. Michael McKeon. What's his yeah. name? Uh, McGill. Not, something McGill. Not Jimmy. Jimmy's, Chuck. Chuck, Chuck McGill. Yeah. Jimmy's Basol. So oh. you're, 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 Rich is on fire right now. It's like he got a, a side gig making extra bank. He's just betting on baseball. I should raise my bets. I'm making way more uh, walking around, but that's okay. I should raise my bets. This guy's a doofus. You should raise your bets and then lie to us when you lose it all. I never lie about my gambling. Why would I do that? I've told you guys many times when I lose. It just baseball seems to be the equation I told you like a month ago to wrap it up is simply it. You take good teams in the middle of the series when they're playing bad teams. Take the money line. Like last night. I just, to me, it was like, all right, the Yankees are hot. Blue Jays are good, but hey, you know what? Let me roll with the Yankees one more time. You got lucky because the Blue Jays are good. Yeah, no, but I'm not going to do that again. And so now, you're going against your own theory. You take good pitching against bad lineups. You just But went, I, I went with went the Yankees rogue. yesterday because I just felt like when the Yankees get hot for some reason, they're a team that just beats everyone. Now, today, you know, I'll post my pick later, see how I do. Maybe if I start posting them, I'll start losing. So between the Yankees and Better Call Saul, I'm back at the gym, right? Or as Ted Alexandro says, I belong to a gym. I don't belong there, but I go... Everybody's talking about what they're working out. Ass and head. He does his little like, <laughs> his like chicken strut. Childhood issues. Is there a machine for that? So I'm at the gym and I got to tell you, in my life, I don't think I've ever been as sore from. That's good. That's a good Barely sign. lifting. Like, it's, it's, it's incredible to feel your muscles again. You're like, oh, my God. Like, I can't even do my, my patented pimp myself shirt adjustment. I'm like, oh, no. uh, yeah, I can't even adjust my clothes without feeling pain. But, yeah, I'm at the gym, and here's my gym observation well, after not being on. here in two years. Hold on. Yeah. Do you even go to the gym if you don't post a selfie? Does it even well, count? Like it's so funny. Did you, you even go, did you even go if you didn't post a post workout selfie? I don't even want to talk about it, right? 
Let the results and the gains speak for themselves, like Chip and Joanna. So I'm at the gym. I belong to a gym. I don't belong there, but I go. So, girl, it's I a saw, good Ted Alexandro. It's, 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 it's a great, it's a great <laughs> segment. It's a, it's a great bit of his. Yeah. So I'm there and, you know, I'm listening to my, you know what my shit is right now? I'm not even kidding you. The new Chili Peppers album is my shit. And I'm also listening to the new Limp Biscuit. I'm like divorced dad fucking rock ambassador. I was going to say it, but I didn't. I was yeah. going to say, it sounds like you're really leaning into the divorced dad, dad rock ambassador. There's a, a song called Dad Style, I think, by Limp Biscuit. That's so good right now. It's on their new album called Still Sucks. It's really good. Did we ever, find out, uh, did we ever find out if Fred Durst was dressing like that as a joke or for real? Oh, no, it's, it's his thing. No. And people don't know, Fred Durst dresses like stepdad Gary now. Yo, Camino, thanks for the shout outs. Yo. He traded in the uh, baggy pants and the backwards red Yankees hat for like a sweater vest and khakis. Yo, it's so good, man. What's it called? Dad life? Dad style? Dad something? I'm looking right now. Dad vibes. Dad vibes is good, man. So anyway, dad vibes getting me. It sounds corny, I know. Dad vibes. But it's a good song. It's got a good little rhythm and hook to it. She probably plays that for Melody and she rolls her eyes. Check out your dad with the swag. Stop it, dad. You're embarrassing me. I promise you, you're going to know dad vibes. I think it's going to be a somewhat semi comeback yeah, yeah, from Limp Bizkit. I don't know. Oh, uh, when Fred Durst says the drip, it's like, come on, Bro, Fred. Fred. You say the drip. When did I ever say the drip? You, you're like, man, he's got the drip. I've never said that word in my Russell life. Russell Westbrook got the drip. Never said that word in yeah, my he life. he did, bro. Stop, stop trying so to anyway, justify Fred Durst. I'm getting all fired up listening to Dad Vibes. The album's pretty good. I, I want to give it a shot. It's not bad at all. But the Chili Peppers album is so good because it's so Chili Peppers. It sounds like, you know, old Chili Peppers. John Frusciante's back, but Rich, I can't get this. So it's like an earworm. That I can't stop listening. I can't stop like the Chili Peppers. Can't stop the lyrics that I see through. This life is more than just a read through. So I'm just there at the gym. I'm observing. I'm doing my old lady fucking treadmill thing. But here's what I've decided. I'm not wasting time doing I'm, that. I'm, I'm concerned for a second though. Yeah. You said you're sore from the gym? Beyond. Can you raise your arm for rock horns? Or is it? <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh no. Actually, I saw a dude who kind of looked like a rockin' vato, and I wanted to give—I wanted to throw him up one of these, but I couldn't. I couldn't even give him the vato nuts. Like, oh, my pack oh, sore. Ah. I, I, can, I can barely oh. move. Honestly, for like barely doing anything, I'm amazed at how sore I am right now. I don't think I've ever been in this sore in my life. That's how fucking soft I got since the early 2000s. <laughs> Seriously, it's ridiculous. But hey, you know, I think I'll have a quick comeback. Which, I predict two comebacks. What you do? Limp Biscuit and me in, I wanna, I, in the summer of 2022. I'll yeah, bet on you. Be, I'll bet on you. Let's be gym bros. What'd you do? What'd you work out? Yesterday? Yeah. Ass and head. Childhood issues. That's funny. Yesterday was a, you know, just, I'm too sore to really do anything. So I did a really fucking lame back workout and I did some tries and I did some like core. Like I was like, and some 
I did like 15 minutes on the treadmill. Like, I'm like, ah, I really can't do much today. I'm too sore from the previous day. So I wanted to would go. You, and what did you do the previous day? Like mostly chest and buys. And I asked. Like and, and uh, oh, a dad, a dad work balance. Uh, um, what else is perineum? The, you know the peren, per, perineum machine, the perineum oh, yeah. machine. Yeah, I was working that. Yeah, like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. People were looking. It was weird. But here's what I noticed. Who cares about me? I don't even care about me at the gym. Who gives a shit? You know what are my goals at 45? I don't know. I really don't know. Let me tell you. To be ripped like Jesus, I'm kind of past that it'd be nice you know who sort of inspired me the other day you showed me a picture and i'm like you know what it's a good motivator ryan seacrest oh yeah he looked good you know who responded really i I don't text ryan seacrest ever or tweet or comment to ryan seacrest i don't hate the guy i'm just letting you know i don't have a relationship with him and i wrote swole crest (laughs) and he responded (laughs) oh god i gotta look this up yeah he liked it just liked it oh you liked it i was was gonna say swole crest crest. but swolvino is is on his comeback and here's the thing with Swolvino. It doesn't take a lot for me to get in decent shape. And then I'm content with that. If I really pushed it, I probably could be in good shape in a short amount of time. I think I still got that in me. Maybe five more years of that, if that. But with minimal effort, minimal effort goes a pretty long way with me. So I think I'll be good. You That's know what, not even what I'm here to talk about. Who cares about my you, my you know return? what uh you know what I did think was awesome? I don't know what maybe I know what maybe watch us. I went into the living room last night and my mom said, Can you put something on for me? I go, What do you want to watch? And Ted Rich, Lasso? Rich put on lingerie. Sure. I I like, you know, <laughs> my mom's like, I can't work the remote, so I'm her remote boy while she's here. So I put on she wanted to watch American Idol. She goes, I don't know, like the current one. I'm like you want me to like start from weeks ago? She goes, no, I just put on, I just want to watch something like light like that. So I was like, all right, I put on idol and it happened to be an hour long special, the 20 year anniversary of American idol. And I felt terrible. Randy Jackson looks sick. Paula Abdul looks fantastic. Sick. Like, like, really yeah, sick? like skinny. He's thin. No, but I like, really you think it's worse than man, that. I don't know. But I thought the highlight pun intended was spot. Look at Seacrest's Instagram. The second post, he went back during one of the commercial breaks and came out with like the 2002 Seacrest blonde tip wig. But whoever made this wig, it wasn't like a joke. It looked fucking. It really looked like authentic, (laughs) authentic. And I'm like, wow, wigs. Hey guys, wigs have come a long way. And you know what, Kavino? It made me realize how in the 2000s we thought, oh, this is very our style's pretty basic. We'll never be able to see if it's dated. The 2000s look dated now. But in the time... We had that conversation with Dane Cook, not the name drop. But we had that... He's like, my mission was... Remember? He's like, when I did my... It was called Vicious Circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those. That might like, have been the one. He's like, like, I wanted to pick an outfit that wouldn't date the... the, the, the. So like, he took it gra- now. He, yeah, graphic t-shirt and bootcut jeans. No, he had a, like a tank top on and, and like they look like Jinko jeans when oh. you see him from today's perspective. And he said he specifically chose that outfit... So that it didn't look dated years from now. And, and it looked dated fucking five, six, seven years ago when we talked to him last. I know. They brought out William Hung. William Hung. 
performed She Bangs for 30 seconds. I want to punch him in the face. You know who looked in really- In the face. You know, not that uh, not that I'm a big idol guy. I was in the 2000s, but there was a 10-year period where I didn't watch it. It's it, This but, season's been great. But Spot, uh, I watched- uh, I kind of fell off of it. Isn't it amazing uh, how Rich turns my conversation into like a story about Ryan Seacrest? Right. Uh, like, well, no, you're, you're talking about Your going, uncanny ability to do that you were, is unbelievable. Right, so I see- No, but you, you were- Hung. Hold on, you were talking about Ryan Seacrest, and I, I just happened to happened. see Jordan Sparks looks great. Him last night, and you know who looked great? Jordan Sparks. Ruben stuttered. Guy that? lost a lot of weight. Oh, he looks like slick, and oh, he's, he's doing some like uh, he's behind Seacrest. He's doing some Luther Vandross tour where he cover he covers all Luther Vandross music, and I can see people wanting to see that. He's like a talented guy. I don't know who has to cover the Fat Boys, but Spot. <laughs> <laughs> I should cover the fat boys. But Seacrest and the, the hair. The fat boys are back. <laughs> and you know they can never be whacked. The fat boys are back. <laughs> and you know it's the fat boys. Well, we started here with the fat boys. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's more like. Uh, what? No, you got to build like a little bit more clog because you're heavy. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Biggie-ish. I mean, well, he's, he's not that thin. Seacrest and the hair. Back to your gym story. But look at that hair. I mean, it really. That's. Holy shit. That is pretty good. Rich, like had, that, Rich had that hair in the early 2000s. And you look like the close-up Yeah, though? between his legs. Like yeah, that's pretty good. It's like a good wig. It's like a Mark McGrath and that's special. Just, that's uh, the sweet one. You Justin Guarini. It's the sweet one. It's the sweet Why, one. How come they couldn't get him a wig? Little sweet. sweet. They should have gotten him his 2002 wig. They should have got him his, uh, who's the guy in The Simpsons? Of uh, Sideshow Bob. They should have got his Sideshow Bob wig. Well, that was the joke. Seacrest goes, I thought we were wearing the old wigs. And uh, Guarini's like, oh, no, sorry, dude. He was, he was very charismatic. It looks like Seacrest got the Mark McGrath in a bag Halloween costume. <laughs> the other takeaway was of all the past American idols that performed. Yeah. Scotty McCreary. Baby shall let them doors and tr- That guy. The baby, lock, the baby lock them doors guy. Yeah. Baby lock them doors. That melon head. I, remember I was unaware. He has four number one country songs in a row. And he's up there as far as like the most successful alumni. Oh, yeah, congratulations, Platinum Record for Gary. And you know who else was there? And the one guy that looked old, like everyone seems like. I know. I know. Not Taylor Hicks, don't Taylor say Taylor Hicks. He looked he always, old yeah. in 2000. There's one guy that looked old. Everyone else, for the most part, you're like, damn, everyone over the last 10 to 20 years looks fantastic. Oh, Daughtry? Was he no, there? No, he was not. He, uh, three people weren't there, and it's probably the three biggest ones. Underwood, Kelly Clarkson, who's on The Voice, and Daughtry. And Fantasia wasn't there either. It was like a handful of people. But I'm not a Daughtry fan. I feel bad about what happened to his... It was his stepdaughter, stepdaughter right? yeah. She was murdered or she died. I forget the details, but... I don't know if I could think of anyone slaying it more than that dude did on that show. I remember just oh, being he was amazed. so good. I, he was know, like really the, the great. The only guy that he was, was really, and he, he stood out because no one was really doing rock at the time, oh, especially. Yeah, he was so, so good. stood out a lot. And you're like, man, this dude's incredible. I would say the only guy that was better on the American Idol stage, maybe, okay, was Adam Lambert. Oh, that dude is super and, talented, too. And I mean, was, he's doing big things now, but. It was suicide. It was suicide. Yeah, it was. Kelly But Pickler. they did start it off with murder. Ooh. Yeah, they thought it was. Yeah, bad. the story was. Daughtry's yeah. daughter got murdered at first. And then it turned yeah. into suicide. Oh, that's so sad. Um, but before you get back to your gym story, just look at this picture of a guy that you remember. Yeah, look, look at Randy Jackson. 
close up, he just looked a little like yeah, gaunt. But yeah, Paul they brought out good. Paula Abdul. Looks fantastic. Paula looks fantastic. Well, she's been dancing. There's Scotty McCreary. Little nerd turned like country superstar. Who's that girl? Something Elena, Alana Elena. I don't know. Something. Alana. He's real good, that kid. Scotty McCreary. He oh, sang, Ivana Hump a lot. He sang a song on that reunion show that I tell you, it was like his voice is, he might have the, like, the most natural, deep, perfect voice ever. Hey. Spots, find the song he sang and then we'll move on. Then I'm, uh, the rest of the show is yours. I mean, Scotty you, could, you couldn't wait to give us the whole reunion recap. Because I didn't I think I was, I didn't think I was gonna bring it. I didn't think I was gonna bring it up. Let me have some fucking composure. Lauren Elena, that's that. Uh, thank you, Daniel Javier Fitz. So it's not. Yeah, yeah you know what I see about that. Yeah, it's a duet. Whoopity do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, I'm gonna stick with Ivana Humpala. By the way, Spot, I saw a recent clip of Mike Myers. He's looking weird now. Well, he he did has something. a new movie coming out. Yeah, but he did something. Guys like Alfred E. Newman with a goatee. Yeah, but listen to that voice. Know, fast forward to the harmonies. I mean, it's just fucking unbelievable. Hey, uh, I want to fast forward to anybody could sing like that. I'm not impressed with that. Is this Ivana Humpelot? Yeah. Oh, no. We know that Rich, Rich loves harmonies. Oh, I was fucking shedding a tear with this one. I'm like, this is Rich beautiful. Has, Rich has some preaches as we speak. Gross. I thought that was great. The one guy that looked old, though. Do you remember the dude that had like Lionel very... He, no, Lionel oh. Richie looks fantastic. He does. He's definitely had more fillers put in. There was uh, the dude that looked like he should have been the Goo Goo Dolls. Remember David Cook? He had Johnny Resnick hair. Look like up an old picture. Karen hair? Yeah, he had Karen hair. David Cook's the only guy that... Oh, he's definitely had some eye work done. He's the only guy that looked old as hell. And him and... He had John and Kate plus him, eight. Him, him and Chris God. Allen. Him and Chris Allen performed together, and they picked a really odd is song. Him? Is this him? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man. Time is undefeated. But Spot, he... They played a song that you love, but it was odd for two guys to sing. You, if you saw his before this picture, is, you'd be like, him. this is him in Idle Days. jeez. Ah, it's like when I see high school friends... On Facebook, I'm like, I don't know that guy. Who's that? They're like, oh, that guy? Man, he looks like this, shit. This is him. Yeah. Remember? Holy shit. Yeah, that's David Cook. <laughs> this is him now. He turned into Everlast. Yeah, so he remember he was like, the, he was like, look like he should have been like in the Google Goo Dolls. I mean, he, they were all so young when they started the show. But he sang a song spot. Pull up this and then then I'll, I'll be officially God. done. I, 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 I love Idol. I'm not ashamed of it. He performed. I know you've been watching it. But he performed with Chris Allen, who was another winner. Well, yeah, another winner on American Idol. Remember, he was most famous for doing Heartless by Kanye, like acoustic. Short, little, good-looking kid. Yeah. Chris Allen, you're going to say, oh, I know that dude. It'll bring back memories to I the 2000s. I had ins and outs with American Idol. Like, I had certain seasons I watched and enjoyed, and then I fell off, and I'm sick of it. Like, I was back and forth with it. Never consistent. You remember Chris Allen, though. Remember that kid? Now he's got long hair. I remember his face, yeah. A great song spot, but two dudes singing it just felt weird. The Cranberries Dreams. Why? I don't know. Dolores or Reardon wouldn't mind. Why, Rich? Titties. I feel like this is something you would say was cute. 
That's so cute. And every pops away. Here comes fucking old man McGee now. It's never quite as it seems. It's never quite as it seems. They both got great voices. They both yeah. won American Idol, but it's it an great. odd duo, but you know. But it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. It was an hour, you know. I watched it with my mom. We enjoyed it. There's harmonies. Yeah. I might play the actual version today on Lithium immediately after this show. I love that song. SXM 34. I love that song. But I'll probably play Dreams. Such a good song. Zombies instead. Zombie. Zombie. That's Sarah's karaoke song of choice. Because that one's a little too soft in the loafers for me. Who said that? Oh, Who said what spot? (laughs) What did they say? Uh, David cooked then ate. Yes, that good. is true. Good my one. God, it's not guy. that he got good one guy. Thick. He just looks old, which is yeah. right. But hey, I mean, hey, people look, get old. People I, you get know old. what? You were talking when you walked in here this morning, and we will get back to Camino's gym story. Um, you walked in here this morning, and I heard oh, he you never and, finished it. I heard, I heard <laughs> you at this point. Rich came in here like this. <gasps> Who cares? I heard you. Typical is typical. Rich. I'm just oh. pointing it out. It happens I all the hear, time. I don't worry, you guys. This dude finds a crack. He finds an opening. You know when they say like yo when it when it Rich has been penetra- penetrating cracks since the early 2000s since the early 2000s <laughs> Rich knocks the door down like you know if I, I ah! like oh he's waiting he's just fucking waiting double dutch waiting for me to bring up something where he could like secret and then fucking boom conversation over secret that's every day i'm just pointing oh, it out that's how it says because you said out dicky in oh, that's how yeah. it went because i'm like yeah you breaking the bad this and that no, went no, to no. yankees gym and then oh yeah swole crest swole crest classic davis classic classic davis i'm key classic davis classic if davis. i creak the door open anywhere into rich's wheelhouse what? conversation um Everyone gets old. I heard you and Spot talking this morning on my walk in here when I was uh, getting your coffee. I heard you talking about how gray beard, gray beard hair. This watch. The minute it starts, it's like it's starting for me. Like like wildfire. But then again, it's not because I could pinpoint when it started. Unless uh, how many years ago was that? It helps because it blends in with the. I don't see it, so you have no worries. Yeah, you have no worries but yet. Once you start, starting, but if it's starting, because I have it's a, not going to stop. It's going to be. I have a gradient of hair coming in, so it blends in. But it's like right. See it? Spot. Unless you start looking like superstar Billy Graham, where he had like the little patches, you're fine. But if you look back at old pictures, Cavino, mm-hmm. on your phone, you could see the progression of like, oh, I had a couple in the chin, and then I got a couple here. Then I touched it up. Then I got more. It's there's a complete progression of the beardy grays. Oh, speaking, yeah. speaking of gray hair, did you hear Jennifer Gray is going to be in Dirty Dancing too? Jennifer Gray was talking smack about yeah. Johnny Depp. Did someone say yeah. Gray? Johnny Depp. Oh, speaking of Johnny she Depp, she thought he was insecure. Have you heard about muffins? Let's talk about muffins. Oh, and did you hear how much English muffins is coming out with muffin tops? Speaking, speaking of muffin tops. Camino at the gym. Go. Yeah, back to you, muffin tops. Back to you. <laughs> 
So you're sore from you the gym. Remind, you know what you remind me of? Have you seen lately? You know how they have that new dude on SNL that does Trump? Yes. They do a thing where he basically does word association in, as Trump. They have a list of topics and you're like, how is he going to go through all these? And he just transitions from one to the other. And it's funny. I can't play it, obviously, because of we'll that's what flagged, I do as a music host. I really just wordplay all day. But ba- yeah. basically what we just did, but with a Trump voice. It's funny. All right, continue. Yeah. So speaking of Trump, did you hear? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Derail Davis. I liked your American Idol story, though. I haven't seen those dudes in a long time. Yeah. A little reminiscing. Swolecrest is motivating, I guess. I, the wild part could be known is that that's we started, not why I'm uh, back at the gym. I'm back at the gym because I can finally go to the gym. And that's why I haven't been to the gym. And Why couldn't I've go? always belonged to the gym. Well, I don't belong there, but I go oh. once in a while. Um, but the pandemic sidetracked everybody, and I really milked that shit for sure. Got me lazy, but just started my membership again this week. So my obvious observation, and I could have just got it out, and then you could have went on your whole American Idol rant because it's not really a big one. Is you say big one? <laughs> because okay, that reminds me. That's Derail one. Davis. But the sweet one. Did you see the sweet one with an American? He's the weak one. So it's crazy because did you really go to the gym if you didn't take a gym selfie? That's, that's what I'm a, saying. It's a great question that you posed, and that's all we really had to say. Because what I noticed more than ever, bones. Not that the gym selfie didn't exist. You know, two and a half years ago, when I would go every once in a while. Bro, bro, all these fit women and dudes doing what Spotty does, but like with no regardless, hold on though, with no regard of like, yo, you're in public. Do you have any shame? You fucking egomaniac weirdo. Can I I, see you think that I'm doing a photo shoot in front of the mirror? There was, I saw women doing photo shoots. I'm like, see, I'm very discreet about it. I'm so so embarrassed to do it in front of other people because I know people are looking at me like, oh, look at this fucking dude thinks he's fucking uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, you should be a little embarrassed, but still do it. Like, I I mean, I mean, but I do it so quickly. I I take my phone and I'm just like, do you wait for like the cool people to walk away? I do. And I go, like, so if I, there's I an old lady there, you're fine. I go by because I'm usually I usually do it after I do uh, biceps because they're all swole. So I'll I'll be at the mirror, I'll put the things down, I'll just like look around, and I'll just be like this, quick, boop, boop, and walk no, away. It's not what I saw. That's so it. that's all I do. It really is the mirror selfie rage of 2022. That's all I had to say. See, so if you just would have let me get that out, we wouldn't have had to bounce all over the place with but this that conversation. That's but fun. that's all I had to say. That was fun. It's un. Unbelievable. Stop trying to change me. The self-centered egomaniacs. That's coming from a guy who traditionally was the most self-centered egomaniac that anyone knew. I'm not. Everyone else is a monster. Remember that. Okay. You're me egomaniac. You're an egomaniac. I'm sorry. You could say you could say it's say what you want. Oh, it's about my no, it's my progress. No, it's about accountability. Or it's about like trying to show people your muscles. No, yeah, Dude, I, mean, no, I know what it is to Who be is a self-centered egomaniac. Uh, all the people that hit me up and say you're motivating me to get back well, in the this gym. Isn't about, I'm not making this about Spot. I'm using Spot as you the reference. You guys have always been in shape. You don't understand I'm what it's I'm telling like. you what I see at the gym. And women are having straight I'm on photo shoots. Again. Having straight on photo shoots at the gym. And I'm like, this is bonkers. I, dude, I'm not busting your balls. I'm not making fun of you. I just want you to admit that while there's a multitude of reasons that you post these, 
The number one reason is not to motivate others. It is. It's not the number one reason. Oh, that's what I said. The, the, the number one reason is not yeah, to motivate. I'm proud of my accomplishments. Okay, there you go. That's okay. And I'm sh- motivating others. It's, it, I've said that. It's for accountability, proud of my accomplishments, and I'm motivating others. So just say it. Be macho, I man. I just did. Be macho, man. I don't even know where that is. I'm so proud of myself. There you go. I That's am. fine. Who's you're allowed to be. That? Who's denying that? But you're making it seem like I think I'm fucking handsome Dan and I'm, I'm flexing in the mirror. Uh, it's not about you. You're the example. Everyone thinks they are, though. No, Everyone thinks point. they are the fucking and shit with eight eyes and they want to post about it and show it off. Let it's like, me tell you. Yo, you're not that great. When I'm done doing peck deck and I'm done doing curls and triceps, I look in front of the mirror and I'm like, I should take a picture right now. And I'm like, that is nope. But I, there are t- you when you're when you got your pump you're on okay at the gym, to do that. I mean, you feel no, good. It's about you know doing it all the time. Now, what I realized too, it's okay, okay if you post a cr- picture of yourself feeling sweet once in a while. You know, like slim good body, right, Mark? I agree with you. It's just curls for the furls, Mister Furley. <laughs> I do curls for the furls. Yeah, That's stupid. But I uh, like it. but it is wild to see. And again, that's coming from a person who you would have thought was the egomaniac. Back in the day, and when the you guy play. who you would say that dude's so full of himself. Oh, that dude, self-centered son of a bitch. Everyone no, yeah. I'm yeah. the normal guy, and everyone has fucking lost their mind. Everyone thinks they are the f- most important thing going, and that they're a fitness influencer, and that people give a shit about what they look like in their stupid gym clothes. It's ridiculous. There was hey. a straight on photo shoot going on with four different people. So I'm just trying to like have you get s- on the treadmill. Have you considered, the end. Have you considered bah, trying bah, 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 bah. it? I don't give a fuck. You should. No, because I'm not as full of myself as you think I am, as you are and everyone else is. I think once I'm you not. start seeing results, I, I think you will be. No, I don't give a fuck. Hey, about Spot, that. when you uh when you send when you do curls for the furls, <laughs> Mr. Furley, yeah, you're, 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 you're a great joke. You're a great joke. When he gets Scott. the picture, does he make the look when he thinks Jack's gay, where he's like <laughs> that the look he gives when you send them the Can you find the picture of Mr. Furley? Mr. Curly, you're more Furly than Roper, right? I'm definitely a Don Knotts guy for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Roper and his relationship with Mrs. Roper because she was so horny. Nah, was Don funny. Knotts was funny as hell. <gasps> Stanley! Don Knotts underrated. Yeah. I'm, so, pr- I'm proud of Spot's progress. Who's not? I mean, I'm not even talking about Spot, But man. people are morons that are like, oh. Talk- no, because Rich he, is talking about Spot. This is what he does Spot. when you get it. <laughs> Curls for the furls. Oh, oh, Jack! <laughs> Come on, that's great. That clip alone is hilarious. That clip alone is comedy. That one little clip of Mr. Frilly's funnier than all the shit you claim to watch every day. Curls that shit is hilarious. For the furls. Curls for the fur. I send it to uh, the late great Furley. Send hey, Franz. I love. Hey, Franz posted a gym selfie the other day. I know he works hard, and I rarely see him post stuff like that. So. It's refreshing. It's okay. I'm not saying you can't feel yourself once in a while. Everybody does. That's good. It's, you feel confident. That's great. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a bunch of fucking idiots, a bunch of stunads, a bunch of stooges 
in front of the mirror posing when you know t- they're having a full-on photo shoot you some, i you got with no you show this off regard those that's bumps. what i'm saying is like they don't look care about things. the people around them look at those things flex they don't me. care flex come on flex. No, it's just my tight ass virgin no, of flex. Flex. I want to see flex come on no no yeah i'm not you in know, flexing mode spot i i will say this i'm, I'm not like uh i'm convinced yeah. i'm convinced vaughn i'm convinced uh i'm convinced you're not hearing my point I am. I, you're I, not. I am. It's you are. That. You are an egomaniac, and in today's world, where you are always top of the food chain when it comes to ego, well, to everyone else, to everyone else. Oh, right. Kavino's full of himself. He's I, got his own website. He yeah. t- he fucking look at this guy. I, look at this jerk. I'm off. not taking like ownership of that's who I wanted to be. I'm saying I could see how people would say that about. I get me. your point. You're saying that in a world where you were once considered a guy with an ego, you're amazed how everyone else is so feeling themselves, so self-centered. Yeah. So you know what I've done. So so beyond what's normal that they don't even care about who's around them. That's really the story here. People are working out, trying to get by, you know, do their thing. They're listening to their music and they're trying to get it. I'm trying to get around a photo shoot. I'm like, Oh, is I don't want to po- be in your photo. Sorry. Is it possible they're filming themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I recently uh, started trying to do barbell squats and I film myself because I want to make sure my form's okay, but I don't post it. But I want to make sure because yeah. squats are a little bit difficult. Doing it in front of the mirrors. And my squat depth is still isn't where it should be. But is that okay? Like if you walk, and I don't mind if you walk I, in front I'm, of it. I'm by no means questioning you. I, yeah. I but you really think, need to film yourself to see if your squat depth is the right. Yeah, because there's squats are, are require a lot of good form. And I don't want to hurt my back and tweak anything. So I filmed myself doing it. Hey, listen. The results are good spots. Because so you I don't see, I, you I, in my mind, see like, it in the moment. I'm not even hating on. I'm afraid I'm going to like not do it properly. <laughs> but you I'm, have to go with certain depth. I'm not even hating on them taking the picture. It's the fact that like they couldn't care less that they're in public. Yeah. That, by the way, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, you know how Spot has I, a little bit of a shame about him? Like he said, like he's I, like, he's I'm, like, he's kind of like, like, like there's no. Why it's like there be? I'm the greatest, right. and I'm doing a photo like, shoot at the po- gym. I don't mind posting the result, right? But in the moment, sh- taking the photo is the most embarrassing thing ever. Yes, yeah, I, I saw have, the opposite I, of that. I feel like everyone is looking at me at, the, <laughs> at that exact moment, and I'm like, I just want to no. show what I'm I, my progress. I, that sounds normal oh. to me. What I see is is the uh. opposite of what you described. I think I think there's two things at play here. First of all, what I, I think what I was getting at spot is what Lisa and Steve Racho and a few people hit us up with, which Mostly is women, by the way, which is can you just look in the mirror? Do you have to film yourself when people are like um, filming themselves? Like, can you the, just there's a mirror the, everywhere. The position of the squat rack right in our 24 hour fitness, the West Hills one, you can't see below your waist. It's like the way the positions are cut off. The mirrors are cut off. There's no like full on length squat. Mirror. Yeah, whatever yeah, you, works. I'm you just telling you, you squat my, boy. Uh, you know, a few years have, have gone by and I feel like it's even worse than I could have imagined. Or I just caught a weird day where they were doing yeah. a, like a photo shoot for a specific brand or maybe. something. I don't know. Like unless they're doing like, what was going on. Yeah. Maybe they're doing that. It's very possible. It's some people are doing I, I think that. what Kavino also getting at is you, you check your progress where all right, I'll give you the best analogy. When we were kids at a school dance, they had to almost force boys and girls to get on the dance floor dance together, dance alone, dance at all. It was like boys were standing in one corner, girls were there, and it was like an awkward sixth grade like school dance. Now, kids want millions of people to watch them dance. It's like, it used to be, I don't want to dance. I don't want people to watch me dance. Now, 
watch me dance. In fact, I want more and more people to click and watch me dance. Kavino saying it used to be probably an insecure thing to even take a picture of yourself like in a fitness mode. Now it's like no shame at all. Like, in fact, yeah. yo, get a ring light. Hold on, set this up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't care that, that I take, they were in public. I take one photo at the gym and that's it. At the, towards the end, looking swole. Got my workout in. Done. I saw a woman feeling herself. Like I don't I've take, never seen before. I don't do that. Yeah. I was like, my this phone is, is wild. In my pocket the rest of the time. So that's my gym story. The end. Now, yeah, you yeah, want to continue yeah. with American Idol? It was great. It was fantastic. Who else did they bring out? I have a weird take. You want to hear it? Bo Bice came out. Spot. William Hung is a motivational speaker now. He works in LA. My wife, he used to work in this, with my wife. Your wife fucked William Hung? That's what I got out of that. Yeah. No. She bangs. She yeah. bangs. You're singing about her. William Hung is, seems like a guy that's not all there, to be honest. That's why when your wife says he like works in the medical field, he sort of seems like no, I think he works. He's a patient. I think he just worked for the county. I don't think he worked. Yeah, no, he's like in health, in like the clinical side. Seemed a little off. Quite one says, it's all ego, and I'm a gym guy. It's all ego. What I'm seeing, again, the traditional old school ego mania can't keep up with the egos of today. Like, I'm like, wow. So if I'm like, wow, it's that bad. Oh, I it's my, all ego. Carrie Coleman says, gym photos are so boomer now. Hmm. That's what Carrie says. Hey, I, Carrie. Uh, I thought about this. Rich dances with himself, as Andrew Hart says. I thought, I thought about what you said, and I think to wrap it up, you said times are changing people of different levels of shame and different levels of ego. But what's weird about the, the photo, it used to be point and click. Let's hope it turns out. Like what comedian does that bit? Sebastian. Sebastian where? At SeaWorld. You're at SeaWorld. Click. Hope I got it. Now you could take a million angles, different pictures. Ever since we went digital with all this stuff and everything's right there. I'm convinced with, and I really am. That's why I take social media so lightly when it's not a video. Like if I see a good looking girl or a rip guy on video, I'm like, all right, can't really fake that much on the video. Pictures are so deceptive because I can take a picture right now totally. with my shirt off and you'd be like, man, Dickie's chiseled. And then I could take another picture of my shirt off and you'd be like, oh my God, what a slob. It's angles. It's get a pump on. Like think about if I told you Kavino right now, you could probably do a before and after picture in the same day. Not and, right now. Give me a, give me like two weeks. And no, no, I'm saying, and everyone would be fooled. Like right now, I could take a picture. Where I'm like, my, I'll stick out my belly, look like this, and then you do a different angle where you like flex. Like you could do a before and after picture in the same day because you have the ability to immediately look at what you just shot. So when people take all these selfies and all these gym workout pictures, nelfies, I'm like, yeah, they just picked the best one of the hundred they took. Yeah, no, he's right. So, moving on. I have a question. What's your uh, gym schedule going to be like? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. Because I, I do want to shoot some hoop by myself. So, I got to figure out, too, when there's no one there to bother me. Yo, I, I want to get my shot back a little. Let's go. No, I want to go and not be bothered. Same day, bro. So, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm, I'm going to just do what works. Because my, my current schedule with my daughter is is kind of 
ass cheeks. For the birds? It's for the birds, but that's going to change, and that's been sort of the drama I've been dealing with behind the scenes, just like a, a different custody schedule. So I'm trying to figure out what is best, because I went late last night, and I wasn't really feeling that. But who cares about it's that? It's not in your... It's, I know for a fact it's not in your personality to go early in the day. Yeah, but I'm going to try. I think I'm going to try this week. I'm going to try. You're going to try to go before wanna, the show? I want to try to get there before everyone tries to think that they're in the NBA playoffs and actually just like work on my shot. It's very Dribble quiet. around a little bit. You know, I don't want to be like jumping in a game with a bunch of dudes who it's think very, they're trying to win the NBA finals. It's very quiet at our gym. Like I'll go. I mean, you have a, you would probably get there like a little bit before. Well, I'm going to one in a different town than you guys. But so. no, the one here, which I know you I belong used to, go to. to yeah. which you used to belong to, but you can still go to. Uh has that court and it's pretty quiet in the afternoon after our show stop on the way home that's what i do i stop on the way home i got my shoes and my ball ready and i'm gonna figure it out so anyway i'll have new adventures and new stories to tell but i got something for you that there's also a court in north hollywood i know you're gonna disagree with and i know how it comes across and i know that i'm wrong in feeling this way but i'm telling you that it still rubs me in a way that bothers me because there's probably better ways to express it. I know, let me make this very clear before I even say anything. Uh-oh. I know it's coming from a good place. I know it's meant to be a compliment. But when people say certain things to me, I'm like, yeah, I don't like how that makes me feel. But I know I'm in the wrong. I'm interpreting it like too deep. So you are well aware. Well aware that you're going to disagree and that you're going to say, oh, you're a maniac. But like, you got to. You, you know gotta, you're a maniac. But I'm telling you, like, there's something off-putting about this compliment that I put, get. Do you say pudding? You should be off-putting. Pudding, not pudding. Oh, I thought we were off-putting. Yeah, I thought <laughs> you should be off-putting. I don't eat pudding because you're fat. It's from, uh, it's from uh, between two ferns. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. that's that's funny as hell. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence was really good that on was that. Funny. Like you what was your favorite? Seinfeld, oh, Seinfeld no, Obama. There were some really good behind uh, between two ferns. Jennifer Lawrence was a good one. I'm not even like a huge fan of hers, but that's off putting. You should be off putting. That shit was fat. Funny is <laughs> how I remember that line. Zach Galifianakis between two ferns. That's off putting. You should be off putting. You're fat. You shouldn't say that. <laughs> That's off-putting. That's just funny. You should be um, off-putting. It means dumb, but it's funny. All right. <laughs> you should be off-putting. I'm sorry. It's off-putting. Go My on. uncle through marriage, right? It's actually a cousin through marriage. Oh, Uncle Fabrizio. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they're listening to this show, so I'll talk about it. Big into sports talk, right? Yeah. I'm like, well, that's great because this guy you know that you text every once in a while is on Fox Sports Radio. Never heard of him. Yeah, right? Steve Cavino. Hey, I, say what you want. Say what you want, all you barbershop experts. But I even had a show on ESPN. Can't take it away from me. Say and think what you want about my knowledge, about whatever it is you think. Stunad. I don't care what you think. But I hear what you say. Oh, you're into sports talk radio, yeah. And this this stooge, my two new words that I'm using today. 
Dude. Always talks to me about other, like, oh, man, this guy. Oh, he's so good. Oh, oh, oh. Talking to me about other sports shows all the time. I'm like, yeah, they're great. You know, I do one, too. Why don't you check that out? Right away, like, I'm aggravated with that kind of back and forth. But yeah, you know I get when, it. Uh, I'm not. I'm just telling you, like, deep down. No, like, it's, a, it's a very weird. What Kavino's talking about, let me. Let me uh, be Dicky Hijacker again. I'm very nice about these encounters, but I'm saying like deep down when I'm taking a grumpy, I'm like, fuck's he telling me about all this shit for? No, I, honestly, like it's, it's uh Dicky Hijack here. Dicky derail. Dicky derail. I don't know if spot encounters this because I feel like spot doesn't give a shit. But when you're talking to people outside of this world and they do bring up, you speak to aliens. Yeah. They tried to trap me, but I said, you talk to people out of this world? No way. Would you like to swing from my nuts? When I talk to people outside of this world and they bring up another radio host, there is a vibe of like, why? Like, all right, what, what do you do for a living? Oh, you're a, you're, you're a, a fucking accountant. Yo, let me tell you how dope my accountant is. Thank you. And I take it with, with in stride is the expression. Sure. Oh, you're yeah, they're great. Cool. Yo, you're, a real, you're a real estate agent? Oh, that's cool. Yo, my realtor, so fucking good. You know, my re the real estate agent I used, my uh, let me tell you, she has probably <laughs> sold the most houses and made the dopest commissions. Because my realtor, oh, what did you say? Oh, you're a realtor? Oh, cool. I never understood why people talk to a radio host or a TV host and start bringing up some other host they like. Hey, you know who I like? Stormy Warren on the highway. I'm sure he's great, but you know who is fucking good too? Me. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. He's like, check out what I do. But oh, Kavito, you're in the rock there, channels? Though. It oh, doesn't man. end there. It's like the conversation's always about what they're talking about. Yo, Kavito, you know Katie Babs? <laughs> no, she's fucking hot and I love her. Yeah. Oh, you're on that channel too, right? Yo, tell me about Katie Babs. Katie Babs is cool. She's a big Deftones fan. So she's on SXM Turbo. She loves Deftones. Now, my story, again, I have to preface this. This is meant to be a compliment. I get it, but it rubs me the wrong way. There have been other examples of this. And there's probably better ways to say things. But again, I take things more personal. I don't get offended. I don't say, hey, I'm offended by what you said. But I don't like it. Put it this way. I don't like your compliment. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Backhanded. It's like, it's like when people say, I really miss you guys. That's coming from a good place. But I'm like, go fuck yourself deep down. Yeah. You don't have to miss us. <laughs> right. Miss me? Why? I do a show every day. Why don't you, if you really miss me, then check it out. We even do a free version. If you miss us, you should be listening. I so, again, it's coming from that place. I hate it. Yeah, it's coming recently, from that place. Recently, you, we posted a really funny clip. Yeah. Was it about you on vacation with the Rockhorns? I mean, probably. I mean, that was a really funny one. Rockhorns! We posted a picture. Oh, I know what it was. It hurt. The NFL draft where Spot was doing the... The voice putting his mouth over Russell Wilson's oh, ex-wife. We did it. And so, people will comment like, yo, you guys are slanted. I really miss you. Miss us? Bothers me. 
Makes me mad. You know, it's like it's like when your mom would talk about how she missed all her relatives in Mexico, but yet she's <laughs> never gone there. And you're like, Mom, you know, you could go see them, or you could call them, you could FaceTime them. In fact, I really miss them. Not to mention, like, even in the free space, right? We we give a lot of stuff in the free space. Yeah, I know most of our stuff's not in the free space, but in the free space, we give a lot of stuff. What more do you want? Uh, you have the option. I don't know. You have an option. Yeah. If, if, really, if, you, us, if you missed us that if much. If you so, really missed us. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just another example of where I'm going. So don't get me started. this guy, big sports talk guy, right? <sighs> knows what I've done for over 20 years. You really need to keep that in perspective, guys. It's not like I just started this shit. Like, I am a professional despite what you may think because we're pals. And you're like, yeah, he's my friend. No, your friend takes this serious. And I've worked hard at it for, what is it, 2022? Since the fucking 90s. Yeah. So I'm no rookie. I'm not a rook at this game. Yeah. I'm not. You're no Andujar. <laughs> I'm no Miguel Andujar. I'm not a rook. I know this baby face might throw you off. Miguel and Duhar, my favorite uh, morning show. Miguel and Duhar. Duhar, Duhar. Duhar is a Duhar's, Middle Eastern guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. It's Miguel, like a Good Mexican to see dude. you. Hello. Why would you do that? Hello, Miguel. He just says hello like Ranjit like from How I Met Your Mother. Hello. Hello. Good morning, Miguel. <laughs> hello. What'd you get into last night? So I say, hey, listen, man. I finally hit a breaking point. I'm like, I get it. You like all these sports guys. They're all great. Here's the link to what I do every week. Subscribe. We're on Fox Sports Radio. The big, one of the biggest sports brands in all the land. So yeah, your little rinky-dink local fucking sports show. I'm sick of hearing about it. The guy you know through family is on the fucking national platform. Like, so I'm like losing my marbles inside. So I finally you're like, you know what, man? Yeah, I know. They're, I'm sure they're great, but I never heard of fucking Weenie and the Biscuit. I, I'm sure they're the best sports show in town. I don't know. Oh, Weenie and the Biscuit? But Camino doesn't know. I almost did a show with the Biscuit. Oh, really? It would have been, yeah. But your boy it here. Been, Weenie still the, been Weenie and the Biscuit. I do a show. <laughs> it's fun. It's a fun show. You should check it out. It's like, it's unbelievable. Like we talked about this yesterday, how support comes from the <laughs> most strangest one. of places. Oh my God. Yeah. We talked about how I, I was like, uh, my mom needs help moving. Not only Vinny from Brooklyn, who I'm going to hit up today. I think I may have found someone, my mom's old realtor. That's like, yeah, I'll, I'll send two guys for like 50 bucks. I don't want to bother people if I don't have to, but get this, this guy, Jimmy hit me up. Jimmy McGill Dvornak. Oh, I know that guy. Cause Hey bud, I work Jimmy in Svornick? Long Island, and I'm a big fan. My grandmother used to be a lunch lady at the high school you went to. You guys make me laugh every day. If you need help moving your mom's furniture, I would love to help as a return the favor for all the laughs you could be on spot of giving. I hear she made her sloppy joes. This guy Jimmy's sloppy. offering his help. Meanwhile, I'm like it's extra. Sloppy. If I called my if I called my buddies or something, they'd be like, "Yeah, don't get a move or something." So, <laughs> Lisa Paragio, who I had never met, Jacob Moultrie. Mark S, Andrew yeah. Hart. I've met uh, let me give some shout outs. Paul Murillo, Biggie Andy. DeLine, Efrain Vega, Robert Bennett, El Chico. What's up, El Chico? Kenny Whitman, looking handsome. Mike Durband, Chris Albanis. All these people that listen to our show, 
I met, you know, just randomly throughout the years. On our text message, Mike's And they bikes. found us and appreciated us and liked us, didn't know us at all. The people that I've known and that are somewhat related, I have to convince them to check out my shit. Meanwhile, they talk to me about other people's shit. It's weird. And Rich painted the best picture. Oh, really? You do a aluminum siding? Let me tell you about this guy I know. He's Fuck. the best aluminum siding. <laughs> Who cares? You know, I and, and I and I take it gracefully. I swear to you, I do. I take it gracefully, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that's cool, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's cool. It makes me so. I'll be honest. No, it makes me so happy and like really feel nice. Soft putting. Occasionally, yeah. One of my softball buddies. Right. It's like, yo, I clicked on the link you posted, and uh, I've been listening to you and Cavino. Great, man. Like, guy, all the guys I know that I play softball with all know what I do. And I think a handful of them listen, but the others are just like, but that's the thing. They know what I do. Yeah. I'm synonymous with anyone that knows me with, oh yeah, he does radio for as long as people could remember high school friends, college friends. I was doing radio and got involved in radio in 1997. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this particular person did something that a lot of people do to me. Okay. Not, not, this is just a recent example. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'll talk about it. Can I guess? He he paid did, me a compliment. Did, did he? Did but he I say, don't like it. Did he say he was proud of you? Because no. we've talked about that, and that yeah. could be condescending. Could be. Yeah. See, it's that vibe. It's like it's. I'm proud of you. you. Who are you to be proud I'll, of? I'll me. take a I'm proud of you compliment. But if the I'm proud of you, I'm proud of you could feel some some type of way, right? Well, this makes me feel some type of way. Although you're gonna say I'm crazy, but I and it's even hard for me to explain why it makes me feel some type of way. Okay. But this person. After I had enough, enough of weenie and the biscuit. Here's my link. Because clearly you're not giving a shit that I'm on Fox Sports Radio. And was on ESPN Radio and filled in for all the biggest names that you claim you love. And had my own show. Here's the link. Thankfully, this person started listening to the show. After 20-something years. And again, it's a compliment. But it makes me want to bang my head against the wall. There's a wall right there. Hey, I, I've been listening. Just do it off camera. Do I've been, it. Hey, I've been Just listening. In case. Been listening to the show. Do it. I think this area and it's is so hollow. funny how how judgmental people are about like their entertainment in their window there. In their especially radio shows though. People are like, yeah, they're very judgy. You know how people yeah. judge the draft? They grade the draft. We talked about that on uh-huh. Fox Sports Radio. People grade like they they're like their opinion matters. Like, give it a listen. I give it a listen and uh it was all right. Like, everyone's a big-time fucking Siskel and Ebert when it comes to radio programs. Jay hit us up with Give a good... Give it a chance. Uh, I would like to be... Jay, she hit us up with a, a good point. Right. I'm proud of you, which is not what the guy said, but I'm proud of you could come off like, I've never thought you'd do anything great, and I'm shocked. Especially... That's, that's sort like, of the vibe that... You know who could say they're proud of me? Someone who's known me since I was just a little boy. Otherwise, proud of me how? Like, how are you proud of me? You know, I, I just met you five years ago. You can be proud of someone. Mm, it, again, it's meant it's it's coming from a good place, but it feels weird. You know, I, my parents should yeah. be proud of me, right? Yeah, your 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 school teacher should be school proud teacher, of you. My school teacher, my coach. If you bump right? into your old high school principal and he's like, yeah. "Oh, I've always believed in you." That's yeah. That's what like when that, when, when Doug from the bu- yeah because they've always believed in you, 
and they're proud of you. Yeah, like, when uh, when, uh, when when Doug from the bar who you've known three years tells you he's proud of you, it's like what? Like I hit a I hit up our old intern, <laughs> yeah. uh, Libby. You can be I, proud of Libby. She was I, your intern. She was my intern. I saw her. She went to the White House Correspondence Dinner recently. She's she a reporter for, for she's a, ABC. Works for ABC News. Has a she, ton of bylines. Oh. So I, I'm legitimately proud of her and i um, said that and she was like thank you so much and she, you i think you have the right well, to see tears you libby, gave her uh, uh you gave her an opportunity she loves us she still she still supports what libby we is she, she listens to the show she's successful hey, libby she is talented she's beautiful like she like proud I'm, I'm proud of all that like like one of her other interns Jessica went on to become a big shot in the Philadelphia news world proud of Jessica proud, proud of, of Mark but Zito, we are allowed to be guys. proud of people that came up underneath you right so it's along those lines like, like, than others. like Mark Zito. And, and now we really built this up because <laughs> some more than others. We never, which, you know, I don't know. Just built this up way too much now, but that's all right. It'll make you more. Annoying, finally started listening to my show, our show. Yeah. Right. And again, it's that feeling of like you're being judged or graded. And that's what I don't like about it because the compliment came like this. I've been listening, and I'll tell you what, your show's getting better and better every week. Oh. I'm like, oh, thanks. But then it, like, hits me, and I'm like, better and better every week. I'm doing this fucking 20-something years just because you're on this shit. Like, I'm not trying to improve day by day like I'm some rookie just figuring shit out. Wait, I, wait, I think I'm finding my voice after 20-something years? Uh, you know what's no. happening. I'll tell you what's no. happening. No, no. I'm telling you no. what's happening. No, no, I'll the tell you what's happening. No. The Bang. answer's no, because it comes from a place of you're judging me when like, no, this is what I do, jack off. I don't disagree with this. This is though. what I do. So okay. you're telling me getting I, better and better. Like, I just but started. I agree. Uh, getting better and better. I agree. No. But you're coming from I, a place I, of I, no perspective. I'll tell you what. Here's you're coming from no perspective. Here's what he's trying to say. What he's saying there's, is there's a better way to say it. What he's saying is he's new. I think it's not you. It's he is becoming more and more accustomed to like your style. Like you know when people listen to us like, yo, at first I hated you. Then I was like, hey, I'm really I love you. Then I'm really I'm really starting to enjoy your show. But then you'd like say, really starting to? Hey, really I'm starting? really enjoying your show. What? Getting better. Like, what do you? I didn't ask for that's you a, to fucking grade my show. It's meant to be a compliment. Minus. It's. I already explained that. Meant to be a compliment. Does it really sound like a compliment when some dude who you're just sharing what you do with them, huh. like they're grading you on it? I didn't ask you for your grade, or your, your you're radio uh, approval. It's it's you know, I really think it's getting better and better all the time. It's it's, 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 it rubs me the wrong way. I know it's not supposed to, but it does. Think of anything. It could be uh, performance in the bedroom. It could be yoga. It could be the gym. It could be anything. If someone tells you you're getting better so, and better, so that means you started from a place where you were that you thought they thought you were. Eh. That's what it means. Oh, so if I'm getting better every week, so you, I oh I get it. So when you first started listening, I was just I was all, eh. yeah. but now I'm getting better and better. Thanks, man. It it comes from a good place. Rubs me the wrong way. There's so many better ways to say that. Hey, I've been listening to the show, man. Wow. I'm really enjoying it. You know, hey, I enjoy it. Like last week's episode, man. I, I, I thought it was fantastic. Getting better and better. It sounds like you're judging me. You're grading me on something that I do. This is what I do. Getting better and better. I think you mean finally after twenty something years. Thanks, man. I think it's a fair statement because you just started Fox so. Sports within the last year, Stop. and I think we I have started better. radio. I haven't started radio. Yeah, but I think uh, my my thought is to judge this show. 
would be peculiar because we've been doing the I same the same swag to that show, man. All right. Hey, I'm just trying to give you the flip side. And the I flip side to me is I think when we first started Fox compared to now, I think it's a fair statement to say we sound better now because when you first start a new gig, you could take Yeah, but that guy this guy hasn't All right. How many shows have we done for Fox Sports? Like like eight months now? Seven months? Eight months? Probably more nine months maybe. Yeah, Eight we're months, talking yeah. like this dude's been listening for like maybe like a month and a half. But what I'm saying is I think if you took our first week at Fox where we were like, oh, let's feel it out. It's new, new place. First, maybe first show because you're just all full of adrenaline and excited maybe. I don't know. But I'd, I'd say uh, I'm telling you like there's others better ways to say these things. Like that comes from a place of judgment. Getting better and better. Like I was, I think I was pretty good. Like when you probably first started listening. Well, hey, he's listening. Or who are you comparing me to? Better, know. better what? Compared to the weaning biscuit show that you love? Like, it's it's a weird sort of thing. It rubs me. Jeff is saying I need to take a chill pill. You're not vibing it. I'm telling you what I feel. I think it's a bit sensitive of you, but I get it. Oh, of course. We think of things to talk about every day. I know. This hits me. It tickles my butt in a weird way. And I'm like, oh, let me point that out and see if anyone feels Getting it. better. I we've talked like a month or so ago we talked about what's the whole i'm proud of you but what what's a normal way to tickle your butt uh middle finger like this. Uh, okay. and then what's a weird way with two the two no, middle like, fingers yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah no one yeah. does this at church it's the steeple open it up the people are tickling your butt <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i don't want the steeple tickling yeah. my butt so it's the same feeling as everything else we described it like for me it's like how about we're just good you know, it's a weird compliment. Maybe I'm trying to be people, graded by you. Maybe some people. This is from Alejandro. Yeah. So no, they maybe think just that maybe. they're the they're critic. You don't even know what Alejandro said, and you're already because correcting the, him. The, these people think they're the judge of what's good. They are. They're the listener. I know it's good. But it doesn't matter what you think. If the audience doesn't a, like you, he's you a, won't last. He's a friend. You, that's how you approach a friend? Like, you know, hey, man, I see yeah, you. Like, it's a weird compliment, bro. I'm telling you, it is. Right. Like, I have successful friends. I would never say, man, you're getting better and better all the time. No, man, you're fucking, if you fucking killing. Right, if your buddy Gus, I bet, yo, you're killing If your buddy Gus, yeah. his business got bigger and bigger, and you're like, yo, you're getting bigger and better every year. This is cool. Look at I mean, you. You're killing it, dude. Like, right. it's just a weird compliment. Wording, I guess. Wording's um, weird. Alejandro said, maybe some people don't want to come off by giving disingenuous praise. Maybe that's his way of being like, yo, I... I I'm vibing what you did. Maybe he doesn't want to stroke you too much. Maybe he, he doesn't want to come across like, yo, Kavino, it was amazing. No? I don't know, man. It's I weird. Would, I think you're overthinking it, but that's everything. Well, I mean, that's you know? what we do on yeah. everything. Yeah. So think before you compliment. Think before you boo people. You, you live in a... You, think you, you, before work, you drink. You work in a world that is based on Dude. judging. Hey, are you, are you good? Do I want to listen? If you're a... A professional at something. I have 10,000 hours in this game. Think what you want. I do. Right? You don't tell your fucking barber who's been doing it for 30, 20, 30 years. Hey, man, you're getting better and better. Better and better. I've been doing this for a living every fucking day. It's new to you because you just met me. I've been doing this every day. Oh, so do the flip of it. Do the flip you don't of go it. to your if dentist. Hey, dentist guy who's been doing this for 20-something years. You know... I had a good cleaning last time, but you're getting better and better. I dentist said something guy. like that to my dentist last time. Off I said because they he, do it every day for he, years and years and years. He, had a, uh, he got a new office, and I said, man, you really stepped it up. Look at you. you That's like, different. You, you made an upgrade. 
Yeah, but I'm saying you know like people I mean? are just trying to find ways to be nice. I, I think, find a better way. Uh, that's that's what I, I tell well, you. What if he said the opposite? Because it makes me say. What if someone yeah, said better? What if, better. So, what if you someone? Know what I, gave? I was like, yeah, thanks. What if someone said Fuck to yourself. you the opposite? Kavino, I've been listening for 17 years, and you guys to me are the same as you were day one, bro. I already prefaced this, but I know it's a compliment, so I take it. But would you strive. take that as yeah, an insult? Whatever. Say that again. Kavino, you know, I've been listening since the beginning, and uh, you guys, uh, I mean, you guys are bringing, it's the same as it was day one. Doesn't sound like a compliment. That sounds like a compliment to you? Doesn't sound like a compliment. If you're, if you're trying opposite. to be, so where is the compliment? Give a compliment. Give a compliment. Right, if you, if getting, getting, some if you're getting better, it's is not it, sensitive. If, I'm key. It's really breaking down what people are saying. No, sometimes. but if you are, if, if you're getting better is an insult and you're the same as you used to be is an insult. What's the compliment? You're just awesome, Kavino. Getting better sounds like you're just starting out. It's, and it's because you've been so unaware and not giving a shit about what I've actually been doing in my profession yeah. for over 20 years. That's that's my point. So, yeah, is it overthinking? It's what I do. It's what we always do. You were, the you were better before. <laughs> it's the ultimate, it's the opposite. So, anyway, um, another observation I made. You want to know, again, want to keep rolling or no? Yeah, sure. Actually, someone else made this observation. So, I got to give credit. Believe you me, I didn't expect anyone to feel what I was saying, so I did my best to express. However, people will understand what I'm saying. Just not these two stunats in the studio with me. Rich, uh, Jeffrey Richardson. This guy's a strange fella. Very strange fella. Like, incredibly odd. I say that as a compliment. Which I don't understand. <laughs> you get odder by the day. Yeah. By the day, this guy. <laughs> you know what I don't understand about this guy? Let me tell you. What I don't understand about this guy. I think it's the first time I agree with this guy. Is that he works in media, right? Yeah. So you would think he would have a little bit more insight and understanding into what we do. Yet takes the complete opposite view about everything we do. Maybe he's a contrarian for content. And nah. that's yeah. By the way, you know, know what I've someone should say about our show? Yo, man, you guys have been on fire lately. On fire lately is that's, getting better. No, it's not. No, it's not. When you compliment Kavino, everybody, just know how to just guys package are, it. Just guys, right. Your show's been on fire lately. Just That's tell way Kavino. different than getting better. Because that implies, when I started listening, I just thought you guys were okay. Just tell Kavino, he's like, who hit a home run for you last night? Glaber of Love Torres. Yeah. You're fucking in Fuego. You're like the Yanks right now, bro. Fuego, bro. See, that's Ten a compliment. Oh, that's a compliment. You want to compliment me? Tell me my hairline's looking fucking tight. No, I've been hearing you on I don't want to hear you tell me getting better and better. I've been hearing you on lithium lately. Yeah. Oh. You're getting better and better. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Slaying it. Is it hard to like constantly adjust your hair with your sore arms? It is. It's very, <gasps> if you've noticed, I haven't done it many times today. <laughs> so this guy, I got, I'm moving on. Right. We're getting better and better. I know. We're just starting out, guys. Getting better and better. I get it. Oh, man. I haven't been doing this over 20 years. Fuck out of here. He's just catching the flow of the show now. It takes a minute, but he shouldn't. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Happens a lot. Right, it's not, it's, this is a one-time example that put me over the threshold. Happens all the time. So this guy, Jeffrey Richardson, hits us up, and I agree with him a thousand percent. I completely disagree in this, in, this, now, in this instance. I completely disagree. Now, we often talk about, like, read the room, being tone deaf. When you guys, Rich you, Rich is the, the biggest culprit, but he calls you out, Spot. 
Rich is the biggest culprit of this. Can and I heard him hear? do it today. Can't wait. On Pop 2K. I heard him. He says it all the time. We primarily, I mean, we're still dudes, right? We're still, are we dudes? I don't know. I'm confused because I saw a lot of people at the Met Gala, and I couldn't tell if they were dudes or what. I don't know what's going on. They were not We're dudes, dudes right? Well, just so you know, Demi Lovato has changed her pronouns. Oh, no. She is now she and her as well. I don't understand so you could call her a she and her again. I don't understand what that That's fine. I'm just saying. I don't understand they're that. Cha- apparently. But we're dudes. We're right? dudes, yeah. We're right. guys. Our audience is like, let's say 70-30. We still talk to primarily men and love, really love the women that support us because women that listen to the show, man, you get us and that makes us feel great. But I still think we're like 70-30. Yeah. 60-40 maybe. And you often talk about being self-aware. I, I think that I'm very self-aware in a lot of ways. And knowing the, the, the tone. When you describe things as a, as a man, you yeah. know. Be a man. Oh, I'm a different type of man than you. But you use the word cute. You're talking to men. Yeah, I'm fine with that cute to a, describe a, things that are not cute listen man I'm it a, was cute and then you go like this it was cute and it's like yeah every time you say that it makes my butthole itch like hardcore but like, like yeah. itch in a bad way or a good way no because i'm like do you know what cute sound like a man to you do you know what a cute is short for a cute and then uh, jeffrey duh. richardson says on our facebook oh that's cute he goes, spot describing the butterflies on Nico Ali Walsh's boxing gloves to honor his grandfather, Muhammad Ali, floats like a butterfly, stings like a bee. Yeah, it's cute. He goes, that just sounds so lame um, when spot says, oh, that's cute. Shout out to Steve Cavino, the one time this guy has ever complimented me, for only using the term cute to describe women and children. Cute. Yes, and puppies. Cute. There's certain things you could say are cute. Can I'm not mean, saying I don't use the word cute. But you gotta like. Does cute? it sound like a man when you say it the way you say it? And I really don't care. It? I don't care. You're either. talking um, to me. You should care. When, I don't. I'm, your I'm, I'm, I'm me. When a man is honoring their grandfather in a in a very special way, Puppies I find that to be cute. It's cute. I find that to be cute. The room. Rashawn says cringe. I don't care. Rich talking I'm, about. I'm telling you how Rich it comes across. Rom coms. Perfect. Cute. It's another story. Rich. Rich will come and be like, I watched this movie. It was cute. 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 Specifically, Give me a break, dude. Sound like a man to you. Specifically, I know you don't care, don't care. but you should because I'm telling you how it comes across to no. people that you're talking to. Great Hold hair. On. Sounds don't fucking care. lame as hell. Hold Sounds up. like you ate cornflakes, corny flakes for breakfast. Cute. You come back and you watch this show with Sarah. It was cute. You know what's cute? A little cartoon you watch with Emmy. Yeah, it's cute. Specifically, a puppy, a baby, a penguin. Yeah, it's cute. Not the shit in the way you describe. You talk. I, that sounds very. Sound a little like a little. It doesn't sound very mean. But he specifically called me out, right? He specifically, specifically called you out. But he, Rich, is the guy that does he, it. All Rich the time. does it all the time. So, but for this, because okay. I, I, he has the tattoo on okay, his arm. By the way, this is Muhammad Ali's Muhammad grandson. Ali's grandson uh, Nico. Not, Clay, not Clay Thompson. <laughs> Muhammad Ali's grandson, Nico, who has a tattoo of boxing it's gloves not hanging cute, up. It's nice with a butterfly. It's heartwarming. It's it's cute. It's endearing. It's it's, it's endearing. Cute, cute. Cute is not cute. It's oh, it's cute. It's cute. I'm not as mad spot 
at the way you use the term. I very casually. I, I get more itches guy, my ass when this guy says He's a fucking nitpicker and needs to fucking nitpick his own life because he's a piece of shit. Who, Jeffrey? Yeah. He, he's, oh. he has a tone about him. I'll say that. He has a tone about him. Wow, wow, you are not better than anyone else, nor do I think I'm better than anyone else, even though it comes off that way. Yeah, and I nor still, are you better than anyone else, way, nor are you better than anyone else. And I'm still amazed. We're supposed to be a community. Stop no, being a prick. There's, there's an amazing skill. I hate pricks. No, Wait, you can, I'm the only prick allowed here. There's wow. one gone. Yeah, I know. There's, I don't care. There's another subscriber. I think he has. I'm gonna an start un- giving you money for the people that I lose. He has an amazing ability, though, to convey his personality, like Donnie Pompadour. I never met him, right? It's not like I said, but that. I know everything I need to know about his personality because he really paints a great picture on the keyboard. The same thing with this guy, Jeff. This guy, Jeff. Like I know everything I need to know about this guy nitpicks everything. This I said. guy Jeff and I don't. I don't even know. But I, he, I'm glad and I'm appreciative that he listens. He did buy candles for me, and I. I yeah, he's he well, the, the guy bought your stupid candles, which by the way the smell show. fantastic. This and you is know my what? favorite one. Do you still have Marshmallow World available? Uh, I might have. Yeah, what it, it was, oh, that name! It's so cute. That's that's a a cute. That is a Honestly, cute name, Marshmallow World. I think it's a cute name. Marshmallow World. That's cute. Softy pants. You sound when you say that. It's a Marshmallow World. I don't care. I know you don't care. It sounds so softy pants and it's like i get it we live in a more more of a softy pants world but do you have to sound so softy pants when we're talking to 70 percent of the men um, what used to be considered mainly that's men? the type of man i am i apologize for jeffrey richardson i'm sorry it's not cute when i didn't mean you say, to say cute that. I, you know it's not i was a little angry in the moment i apologize i'm i take it back i'm sorry right, ask the ask the nation i but i don't ask the nation again. of the brotherhood i'm telling you man it's an intervention. It's corny when you say that I shit. Don't care. I don't care. Do you want me to tell you what I don't want you to do? Yeah, I don't say? care. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I know you're wrong. <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? I am me. I know am who I I'm talking to, to I man. I know to my pre- audience. Am I supposed to pretend? No, to be but someone are you I'm supposed not? to sound like fucking Mr. Softy Pants? Then don't listen to Mr. Softy Pants. Find the podcast where the guys are more manly. I'm me. I'm not changing. Bro, when you I watch think a movie cute, with Sarah, cute. you come back and you describe it as cute. I watched a romantic comedy with Sarah last night. It was all right. It was cute, but it was. Uh, I'm not changing my fucking words for you. No, you changed them to be in a softy pants world. That's no, not some all, shit you've always, always said. said. I've always no. said cute. No, you for the past few years, you have. It's not a softy pants word. It's how it's a great adjective. Jim Ramsey, put up a poll and see how many men out there are I, using the word cute you know to describe what, fact, things I that aren't, uh, that aren't dolphins. Do I don't want That's okay. people on my uh, side. I don't care. Big hair. Don't care. You should care because it's your audience. So I'm supposed to pander? It's okay. This is, uh, here's Covino and Jeffrey Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, that's cute. That's Andrew Hart, Team Rich, because Andrew Hart is a softy pants. That's why I, I I don't get you at all. You know what kind of pants Andrew Hart wears? Softy brand. So the end. Moving on. I, I look. It's not me. Oh, Lisa, Lisa wants to know what romantic comedy I thought was cute. Every one of them. It was the one with Dario, Alexandra Dario, who's smoking hot and that on the plane chiseled Superman hunk. What's his name? Yeah, chiseled Superman hunk. Chiseled Superman hunk. Look up Chiseled Superman hunk and Alexandra Daddario's uh, like, boobies. I have a no. They are. I have a secret. No. They are uh, Alexandra Daddario. So cute. You know, this is so cute. Honestly, women and like teenage girls. So cute. I don't care. I mean, what do you want me so to do? So cute. By the way, like, do, he, he he like, you want me, do you want me to note it and be like, cool. well, maybe I shouldn't say cute because we have men listening? Yeah. By the way, and oh. Spotty, Spotty's the one that was called out. 
for the Nico Ali Walsh. Yeah, what a weird, like weird no, kind observation. Of, because the, the word is used a lot. The word is used a lot. Yeah, well, but then use it towards Rich. Why towards me? I, I think every I time, I think every time honoring you their grandfather, in, you fell into his trap. Someone honoring their grandfather. You know what? If you if you think it's that's not cute or heartwarming or endearing, I'm, and I'm then not you're saying, a piece of shit. Hey, dude, I, I'm a, I'm trying to stop it because. Piece I am now gonna say it, and then I'm gonna be mad. No, 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 I, I, I want you. Can you stop? I'm gonna watch some movie. I'm like, you know, it's kind of cute. Fuck, Richard. Can you? Can you? Can you stop growling and going rock on? Because I think that's the lamest shit I've ever heard. I can't. In him. Can you not have a statue of a little man in front of you? That, uh, can you like? Can you? Uh, that's a cute statue, Mariano awesome. Rivera. I think everything I stand for is awesome. That's a cute statue, Mariano. Well, I think everything I stand for is awesome. It's, it's not so tiny no. and cute. It's so well, cute. If uh, listen. You're going to be you. I'm going to be me. I don't know why you would ever expect me I to don't change. Ju- I'm not judging you. I'm judging this word, bro. You want to like hold on to this corny ass word? Now I'm going to say for everything. Bro. All right, man. Then realize people are going to give you like eye rolls. I don't. Just, all right. Perfect. Thank you, just, eye roll cute. away. I hope everyone doesn't get a headache from all the eye rolls. Word, bro. Fragile masculinity. Bill Jackson, man. You sound like a nerd too sometimes. No offense. I love you, but Dr- geez. Anyway. God, sorry if I sound like a nerd. It's. Yeah, it must be. Regressing to my old nerd right. days. Is it, can you keep a secret? Can you keep a secret? Yeah, that shit's it. cute. I knew it. I thought I knew it was something to do with a secret. Was that the? Uh, yeah, women are never going to understand this because women use the word. When other men are in a fucking circle of having manly conversations, and some dude is like, "Yeah, man, I got a sweet haircut today," and someone's like, "Yeah, it looks cute." That sounds weird, man. That's a weird word. It's about the movie. That's not a word. That the men movie use. that you're talking about. Can you keep a secret? Can you keep a secret? Is there a movie poster you could just show? It's like the handsome Superman dude and Alexandra Daddario. Yeah, you were talking this morning about something happened at Coachella, and it was so cute. And Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Hawkland, Hawkland, that guy should take gym selfies. He should. That movie looks like something I want to poop on. It was cute. Rock on. Thought it was good. Sarah and I like it. See, that's a word you use on Pop 2K because you're speaking primarily to women. That's who I always speak to. You can handle the cavemen. That's not who we're talking to. You can handle the cavemen. It's not cavemen, bro. What if he gives rock It's it's okay to be masculine. It's okay. See, it's like fragile masculinity. What's wrong with masculinity? You say like lame ass fucking words that women Oh, yeah. What if I did rock horns? That's cute. It's fucking cooler than saying that's cute. That's yeah. cute, bro. Yeah. Cute. Oh, cute. rock on. Limp Biscuit. Dad, divorce rock. I was listening to some Red Chili Peppers yesterday, bro. Cooler. It's fucking rocking. Way cooler than fucking Scotty McCreary. I'd rather be cute than you. Same. Uh, well, I'm hey. me. You're you. That makes the show go round. That's why we do what we do. What are you gonna? What do you, what do you want me to be you? You were me, know. and I was you. It's that a, would stink. It, hold on. I'm not judging you as a person. I'm not judging you as a person. Yeah, you are. You fucking condescending dick face. I agree with Jeff. Because I don't want to be you in a million years. I'm judging a word. What does that mean? Everybody taking it personal. Ooh, what does that mean? What did you just say? I don't want to be you. I don't want to be you. Yeah. I don't want to be you. I don't want to be you. Okay. You think I want to be you? I don't want to be you. You're probably the last person I want to be. So like that's well, a you're the thing last to person I want to be. be you. Okay. Well, you're the last person I, I want to be. You. Was I personally attacking you or you, you or a word? I don't want to be you. I don't want to be badass rock guy. Okay. I'd rather be cute. I that's was what I meant. Talking you're about you're making it a personal. W- fuck stick. 
I'm making a personal or did he not say that? I mean, you guys are both making Wait, personal. Did he Here not? I am just trying to be cute. Wait, was I, I said I didn't want am to. I, am I head, my earphones fucking not working? I heard what I you said. I don't want to be badass rock guy. I want to be cute. I'm judging a word that you guys want to so boldly defend. You then go ahead. You've been comments the past couple of days. It's very oh, rude. no. I'm, they're not backhanded at all. They're straight up. I thought you lost your fight. No, we didn't get there yet. Oh, that's, that's tomorrow. tomorrow show. Sorry. Tomorrow show. Um, Preview. But you said what? I learned from my what? I'm learning from my past. I've learned from my past. You'll find out tomorrow. All right. So, again, this isn't my fight. I sit here. Sounds like it is. I grin and bear it, and I hear it every day. Jeff pointed it out. I agree with him. Kim wants to know, do you consider yourself manly? No. I try. I mean, I'm a man. Why wouldn't I be? No, but that, that's like, oh, she's asking. She's There's way more manly men. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, do I consider myself manly? It's yeah. like, Camino, well, try to be. But there's different definitions like, of what manly Camino, is. Like the is, rock. It's like more like, <laughs> Arnold you want to be the man. Manly? That's like, what am I, fucking a lumberjack? Like, that's manly. No, I'm not. You know, am I good with tools? No, no. Is that what's manly they, they, to you? But you could define um, what's a man. You know, am you, I, you do could I spend define, most of my time under a car, riding a motorcycle? No. You could define those are manly you, things. You could define but those manly are things. Uh, are those, is it wrong to be masculine and like those things? No. You could, you could define manly in a, a plethora of ways. Yeah, so how do, I, how do you answer that question? I don't know. I consider myself to be masculine. Yet, see, not, I'll never not manly. But here's the thing: you gotta understand, bro. The only people that are really gonna agree with you, and they're all women. They're like, I, I don't I, get it because I, they use that word all the time. I, it's like Jordan hearing. It's like Jordan hearing. What's her name? Uh, uh, Julia Fox, Fox saying, "Yeah, I don't get it. She sounds normal." Yeah, because you sound just like that. When I you saw talk. Jordan on TikTok the other day, and I'm not even joking. Yeah. I, no, I thought. I got job for a minute. I She's thought, like, I don't get it. Yeah, because you say that, Jordan. Women, you're not gonna get it, and Andrew Hart, you're not gonna get it because you're speaking uh, the same fucking language. Jordan, Jordan did a a oh, lip sync to Julia Fox, and I'm not Andrew even joking. Hart. I thought it was Jordan. Did she? I gotta see this. I thought it was Jordan probably because was. they sound it probably wasn't. A they lip sound identical. But she's like, I don't get it. It's not funny. I don't even get it because yeah, you don't get it because you sound like her. Andrew doesn't get it. Bill Jackson doesn't get it. You know, Kimberly, Lisa, every woman that listens to the show is not going to get it because that's the language you yeah, but, speak. Yeah, so you're not going to get it. You, you, do you understand that sometimes I'll give you a great example after we watched Jordan, who I thought was oh Julia God, Fox. Is it her? But it's actually it's no, it's is it her? It's Julia Fox. She's lip syncing Julia Fox. But I actually thought it was Jordan because they do have a very similar voice and a look at everything too much right away because I am very superstitious superstitious so I don't I don't like to speak of things before they're finished um, but it's um, so far a masterpiece if I do say so myself oh I my god yeah. just like I, I thought that was of Jordan of course she's not gonna she's like what I don't get it I thought that was Jordan just uh, like Jordan. just like Kimberly and Lisa and Bill and Andrew like I don't get blah, it because they all speak right. that language right, buddy. I speak Balboa if you want to go there I don't. I don't. I don't speak that. I speak Balboa. So I. I yeah, it's a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a word. I'm talking about this specific word. I'm not judging Rich in Spot's life. It's a word. Sounds like you were. The end. I think there's a charm in people like to a lot of times listen to people they don't have stuff in common with, and people that have different opinions and different. <laughs> outlooks. It's courtesy of uh, Bill Jackson. Like, Bill makes great Photoshop. What you know? What? That it's, I, a face, it's a face swap. That yeah, I yeah, I, yeah. I love Bill's face swap. What, what was the old? Uh, what Bill was Jackson. the old from from Private Parts? 
when Howard's ratings were huge, it was like, yeah, all these people like him, but even more people hate him, but they can't stop listening. Um, why do people listen to oh, Colin Cowherd? When the, uh, when the pizza shack, uh, yeah. Took like, away their sponsorship. But why do people listen to Colin Cowherd? Cause he's a know-it-all and people are like fucking this guy, but I can't stop listening. Why do people look at, watch Stephen A. Smith screaming? Because while it's annoying, it's, it's, I don't know if you want me to be a pander and be like, yeah, guys, let's rock. Yeah, it's fucking dope. No. Rock. No, I've never, have I ever said rich, stop being rich, rich punch holes in the wall. But like, have I, I ever will never rich, stop being rich. I'm saying when you use this up. word, like I've never heard a man in my life use the word as much as you use I, because you're talking to like women like, all day, like this man. Guy Kyle. It's like, you're, you know, honestly, and I, and I say this, I don't even want to say it. He's talking to women all day. So he brings that word into this arena and it's like, it stands out. Well, uh, this guy, this guy's I, agree like, with uh, the, I agree with the feedback. This, guy, this guy's like Kyle that I'll the, never really the in the arena. I'll never really be. By the way, the man in the arena final episode came out and it was so under the radar that I, I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it on the flight tonight. You talked that no and talked about it so much. And I saw it on the, in the um, lower third of, of uh, something on ESPN. Yeah. And I'm like. They haven't mentioned it at all. And it's like, yeah, no, the it's man uh, out. I'm like, they, why, what's happening? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to download it for the flight tonight. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, sure. Anytime. But there are people that you're never going to see so eye to eye on, but it doesn't mean they're not going to listen or respect you or like think you're fun or funny or entertaining. I like, for instance, that movie with the Dario's, uh, uh can but you, you keep a secret. Can you keep a secret? That's can, a movie I saw. Here's can you difference. remember a name? Here's the difference. Can you remember the title? Can you remember can you keep a, title? a secret? <laughs> not. It's not fucking The Godfather. It's not Rocky. It's not a. It, it, no one's. I've already forgot it. Can you keep a secret? Don't you remember that scene where uh, where uh, Robert De Niro's like, yeah, hey, yeah, that's cute. You remember that in Godfather? So I so, see a movie like Can You Keep who, a Secret, and I'm like, oh, who are you? Romantic comedy where. Okay, it's a little mix-up at the workplace. Dario, she's cute. This handsome dude and her fall in love and the antics. I'll, I look at that and say, I can't wait to watch out my wife. And Sarah and I will grab a drink, grab some popcorn, watch it, and enjoy it. Guy like Kyle, who hit us up, he goes, I would see that movie and never in a million years watch it. Same. But that is the difference between you and me. I'm not going to fake it. I see that Dude, movie. I see that movie come out. That's the obvious. I no, see that movie who, come out. And my first thought is, I bro. can't wait to watch well, it. Wait, hold on. Wait Alexander a second. Daddario's titties. Wait that's a minute. That's my first thought. Does Covino that make me more of a man? We have different interests and different... Whoa, no way. Titties. <laughs> Holy shit. Epiphany. We know that. I'm saying this word. The conversation's about this word. Not that Covino and Rich are different. If you feel like this word really describes you as a person. It does. I'm a cute guy. Okay, then that's it. Then that's it. Because I'm not, hey, Rich likes corny shit. We know that. I'm, I'm saying this word. Man, you've really been using this word. You like that word? I don't know if it really fits with our vibe. Uh, in fact, if I'm it fits start, with, uh, that's who I am. I'm going to take it next level. I think I'm going to start saying cutie patootie. <laughs> I think uh, I think he that's, the cutie you know, patootie. I think it's, I'm going to be like, yo, do you see that? Cutie patootie. <laughs> you know what? Patootie. Roll with it then. It's not about you as a person. It's a word that sounds kind of like lame. That's all. The end. Oh, thank you. Let me, let me ask you something. And I'm addressing again. This wasn't my take. I saw Kimberly commenting because she loves the word cute. It's a cute word. It's a great oh, word. Jeffrey, oh. who I don't agree with really ever. I read what he said and I'm like, yeah, I kind of agree with him. So, I always want to call him Richard Jefferson. 
You should you should be off. But he's Jeffrey Richardson. Jeffrey Richardson. I want that's his real name. He's just the opposite of I Richard guess. Jefferson. I never thought of that, but yeah. You never thought of that? Every time I see his name, I'm like, Richard Jeff. Oh, no, Jeffrey Richardson. I mean, no one ever thinks of the obvious. I'll give you two examples. Some very manly rock examples. Oh, wow. Yeah, you have to have rock horns up the whole time. I remember time. when Buck Cherry came out. I'm like, Buck Cherry, like, is that like a play on word like Chuck Berry? And like the label rep was like... I never thought of that. I don't think so. I never thought of that. I never thought of that until you just said it. And then my daughter the other day, she's like, I really love the Deftones. I was like, yeah, but that name is kind of weak because like Deftones Tone sounds, sounds like a, like a doo-wop group, like something from the 50s. Like, yeah, the Deftones are opening up for the Delphonics. Oh, I thought it was like tone deaf. And Melody's like, yeah, it was like a play on words, like tone deaf. I'm like, oh, really? See? Really? I never thought of the Chuck Berry. I think I told I never, Buck story. I never thought of the Buck I think Cherry I told Rich that story. You never but did? Anyway, I'm pretty sure I did. You, um, when do you but, think you told me that story? Like, you know, people don't see the obvious sometimes or hear the obvious. I think me saying cute is different than Rich saying cute. The end. Uh, <laughs> okay, wait, so then why? Because it was an endearing and cute tribute. To it was, yours didn't bother me as much as Rich does. <laughs> I love that you guys care so much about cute. Um, like Rich talking about movies being cute just it throws me off. Oh, see? Okay, so he, like me and Spock could agree but on that. he's saying cute about someone honoring a, 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 a family member. That means a lot. I, I agree it's, like it's less cringy, 100%. Uh, to me, someone like me, I, I agree with Spock. Cute. I do and, agree with Spock. And, and heartwarming. But and, that's what started the conversation. I, maybe cute's a very simple way of saying heartwarming, endearing, uh, you know, those are just fancy ways of saying cute. If you look up a fucking thesaurus, I just think Rich thinks. Uh, you know what I think? They're Rich, fancy ways of Rich saying all the same thing. Rich thinks he's being cute when he says. I work that. on my vocab. Oh, that's what it is. It is. All right. Um, I never. I don't give thought to it. In fact, I wouldn't even have thought about it in my life. Well, you if should you didn't bring think it up. about what you say. This butterfly is rocking. <laughs> and that butterfly in his trunk. That butterfly is really fucking. No. Yeah, that's, that's heartwarming. That's endearing. That's nice. Oh, that's nice. All synonyms for the word cute. No, yeah, it's all good. Um, two, two things. I have a question about a song, and it goes along with my corny preferences. But before that, do you remember when Melody no one was cares around? About your corny preferences. Uh, We're talking about a corny word. You remember when Melody was around Emmy's age? Yeah, she was really cute. Can she's we, a little girl. Yeah. Palaclance. So now she's, she's a pain in my ass. Well, most 12 year old girls are yeah. a pain in the ass to their dad, I'm sure. Yeah. Just, don't make, just make sure there's no voicemails like uh, Alec Baldwin talking to his kid. Oh, oh her man. little piggy. Her sheer little disgusting, yeah, her little disgusting little piggy. piggy. Oh, I hope Melody wasn't recording me yesterday, man. I was giving her a really stern dad talk for sure. Hey, now. Oh. Yeah. I was like, whoo, hey, now. Robin. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know what? Robin. It's interesting, man, because the little kid could, like, you're in the middle of your dad's zone. I love and you. And then she, the little kid will hit record and fucking... Threaten you with that shit. Do you mean when Johnny Depp recorded Amber Heard saying, who's going to believe you? Somebody, Nobody. Somebody. Um, you should be off-putting. My daughter and I, <laughs> like, I, I do the That's jokes. Funny. I do the same dumb jokes I'm sure Kavino did with Melody, which is why I bring this up. Like, my daughter. The Hunger Games. I'm trying so to, like. Is that your life story? I'm trying to make Emmy. I'm trying to make Emmy be, like, funny and silly and, like, not be, like, serious. And she's a really silly kid. So like a lot of times I'll be like, yo, Emmy, don't like, I'll say dumb things like Emmy, don't move. You have poop on your head. She's like, no, I don't. I'm like, you're a poop head. And I'm wondering if she starts doing that at school, is like poop head something that like the teacher be like, yeah, your daughter was uh, calling kids poop heads. Are they that, are they sensitive at that age with teachers? 
I mean, I, I think that's right on the borderline of yeah of yeah what someone might complain about, unfortunately. Jimmy. But I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, I you know, I don't think it's a big deal if you got your kids back. Like, yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, whatever. You should call her a cutie patootie. That's my word for the show now. I do a cutie patootie podcast. It's called Kavino and Rich. Cutie patootie. Yeah, let's rename the show. Cutie patootie. Let's do it. Um. Will someone complain if she uses that in public? Uh, Eventually, uh, somebody. It's not. It's not a, a hard hitting question. It's just I realize that like I'll start being like, "Yo, you're a fart head." And she's like, "You're a fart head," and I'm like, "If she says that to some other four year old at school, is the teacher gonna be like, you know, Emmy was calling kids fart heads?" I I don't think so. No, I, okay. I don't think we're there yet. That's, it's like I said. End no. of question. I just want to ask think, you because I, I, to me, I feel like you probably have that same sense playful. of humor with your daughter. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Emmy. Very playful. Playful childish i don't think that they're gonna you know complain about that i don't think so so my question has to do with hearing a song thinking that it's beautiful not cute and you're like let me look up that song and then you find out it was done by a pretty legendary person, but you knew the cover only. Has that ever happened to you? You're a pretty big music guy, so I doubt that happens often, but I heard a song. It happens every once in a it's while. a beautiful song. I looked it up. Quiet Riot's a good one. So I'm like, and wait, Quiet Riot didn't sing Come On, Feel the Noise? I don't want this to turn into a whole who is the original artist song, but I want to play a song and tell me if you've ever heard this song. Um, tell you the title of it. A beautiful song. It was on. It was on the last episode of This Is Dude, Us. Joan Jett, I love rock and roll as a cover. That's crazy. Like th these are like recent ones that I didn't grow up knowing immediately. We all have these epiphanies once in a while. So, spot the uh, song that I want you to look up. Hold on, no, give me two seconds, and I'll tell you what it is. Here we go. Look up the song Only Love Could Break Your Heart by Jill Andrews. Only Love Could Break Your Heart. This played during like the final scene. I was like, oh, this could go on like a little mix I make for Sarah or a little slideshow of the kids or you know, something. It was it's a beautiful song. Turns out I had no clue. Just hear the song for a second and tell me if you have heard this song before. This played during the final scene for anyone that watches This Is Us. When Kevin and Sophie are having their little heart to heart. Said by Jill Andrews. Yeah, Jill Andrews, yeah. Do you know the song? Yeah. I, I never knew this song, and I'm like, this is a beautiful song. Pretty cute. And the hook is only love can break your heart. Yeah, I definitely know this one. Well, who does the original though? I feel like when you say, it, I'm like, yeah, of course, duh. I look. I thought that that was the beautiful version. I'm like, that's a really, uh, really nice song. I definitely know the original. The original, but you know what, man? Maybe subconsciously, it stood out to you because you did know the original. That happens a lot. I think there's the hook, right, Spot? So the hook's familiar. 
Yeah, it's like a it's like a beautiful song. Neil Young. I think this is one of those times where Kavino's gonna be yeah, like, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> Neil Young maybe wrote it. Did he perform it? I heard him perform it. Yeah. That's not the version I know. I, unless I don't know. Let's hear it. It was one of those. I was gonna give credit to this random woman. I'm like. Then there's other covers of it. I'm, there's no doubt to me that Neil Young there's probably a wrote it. Ton of covers. I like, the, but I, I know this. Name. I know that song from someone else. It's a, it's a really beautiful song. I won't say the word cute because it's not the right word. It's beautiful. <laughs> but I was like, word? Neil Young performed it. He wrote it. Oh, but I'm, I'm like, is that the version most people know? Like, is there other songs? Young, this isn't the Neil Young version because I can't get Neil Young on a. Oh, that's right. On the uh, on the spot, if I could find it, there's. Just say Spotify, Rich. No, it's the one non-compete I have at the job that pays me the most. But you can say the word, Rich. You're not competing with them. You can say the word. Spotify. There. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Spotify. Can You're not doing a word. show on them, Rich. You can say the word. So my... My thought. I think the version I know is sung by a woman. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, are there songs? Here's the here's the, here's the, I guess the question I've come to come to. Are there songs where you've heard a million versions and you're not quite sure what the most popular version is and who actually wrote it? You're like, I've heard that by 20 people who wrote it. Andrew said he thinks it's on the Big Daddy soundtrack with Sandler too. It's a really nice song. I just don't know who the OG was. I mean, I've grown up knowing this song. Yeah, I guess it is the Neil Young version. Yeah. I guess it is the Neil Young version I knew. I, who knew? But I definitely know the song. Um, there are songs that have been covered who by... Who sang the original? Multiple artists. Like, I mean, this is a stretch because it's more of a sample, but that song that you love that's out right now, that Lotto song. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's sampling Mariah Carey, which is in turn sampling the Tom Tom Club. Um. But that's more of a sample than an actual cover. There's a lot of those, like, because sometimes songwriters perform a song, write a song, and then someone else makes it more famous, and then you're confused by it. Like Prince with Nothing Compares to You, right? So Prince does Nothing Compares to You. Sinead O'Connor does Nothing Compares to You. Big hit. Chris Cornell does it. People yep. know it. They're like, oh, so they'll backtrack, and they'll be like, Oh, it's the Sinead O'Connor cover. Yeah, and you're like, wait oh, a minute. No, oh, wait, 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 Prince did it too. Wait, oh, okay, yeah. Oh. yeah wait, but did. who did it first? Like, if you didn't live it, you might not know. Yeah, there's a few songs where the original artist eventually will cover it themselves. And it's like, no, they're not covering it. It's their song they gave to someone else. And then they right. go back. Like, if you've ever heard Bruce Springsteen so do. Confusing. If you ever heard Bruce Springsteen Blinded do by Blinded light. by the Light right. in a concert, you'd be like, oh, he's covering. No, he's not covering it. It. And if you didn't live song. it, you're like, well, who's singing it first? Yeah, so I heard that song. Happens and to me I was like, oh, Jill Andrews. That's a really nice song. Sarah, put this on your like chill, like romantic mix. Cute mix. Put this on your cutie mix. Cutie yes. patootie mix. And I was like, wait a minute. There's a million versions. Wait, who wrote it? Neil Young? Wait, do I know the Neil Young version? And I'm like, I don't think I do. So I think that happened. You know what? A song that I realized was a cover. You, th you told me this once before, though. 1985 by Bowling for Soup. Oh, yeah. Well, it was originally... Like we 41. talked about it. Yeah, yeah, some 41 or some other band that we know did it, 
and they sort of just took it because some no, 41 SR 71 is it SR 71 SR 71 was like yeah we really got no use for it and Bowling for Soup made it a hit and I think SR 71 till this day claims like well it's our song and they still perform it if they if they're still around I forget that I saw a cl- I saw a, I saw a clip on on the talk let me see if I can find it that if that song was it said if that song was most, made today most songs I know well, I don't know. There's some songs that I like didn't know were covers, but most songs, like a lot of times in the '90s, songs were covered. Like I can see clearly now, or uh, "Come and Get Your Love," or um, "I Think We're Alone Now," or you know, all those were covers of songs from like the '60s, '50s, '60s. All right, we can we can move on from that. I just thought that song was. It was a nice song, but again, sometimes you hear a song a million times and you're not quite sure who originally did it because you've just heard so many versions of it. Like uh, Can't Help Falling in Love. Like UB40 loved covering old songs. Yeah, you're right. That's a uh, Red Red Wine. They're essentially, an, they're essentially a cover they're, band. UB80 yeah. now. Yeah. There it is. Damn, there son. Is. Damn, son. Killing it lately, bro. bro. Thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. Bro. Weird take on the cute thing. But killing it lately. Thanks, man. Why'd you have to say it was a weird take? Oh, like girls just want to have fun. That's that's a big one. That's a big one. But I mean, who sang the original? I think it was just written by somebody else. Jeff Buckley's cover of Hallelujah. But everyone knows it's Leonard Cohen. Oh. Yeah, it's it's Rich is saying you're not knowing who to give the credit to sometimes if you didn't live it. But I'm going to send you something on TikTok. And I thought, Bowling for Soup, they're saying if that song was written now. We forget, in 03, that song was written. I think in 04, it was written about 1985. So if the song was written now, Mm -hmm. it would be about when we started our show. Early, mid-2000s. Because we're getting better and better every day. Every day. Mad World. Mad World's a good Oh, that's a good. That's, that's a, a good, good example. That's a good one like, because you think it's that. I don't even know who did it. Uh, yeah. uh, Gary Jules. Yeah, but dude, that's Tears for Fears. Yeah, yeah, that's, wait, original, that's a Tears for Fears song, and the original versions just sound so different. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, if 1985 was made now, if 1985 was made now, we'd be singing about. What was 20 years earlier? Mid 2000s spot. I sent you a TikTok video of some two dudes on their guitars doing an updated version of 1985 as it was uh, about 2005. She's seen all their classics. She knows every line. Girls are super bad. Then American Pie. She rocked out to Blink. Good Charlotte stinks. Thought she'd have a go. Some guy in all time low. Where's it already? Make sure you realize how 
quick time has gone. <laughs> so sad. sad. Oh, it. so it sad. Does. It is sad. Um, I see it. I could, I could transition off of that if you're cool with that. Yeah. Uh -huh. right. I was yeah. ready to get into the news, but all right. Yeah. I got a good transition. transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Speaking yeah. of the old school, when we first started our show and even before that, last night I was laying in bed. Sarah was sleeping. Sarah went to sleep at like nine last night, so I was on my own. On my own. Can I sing Broadway tune spot? Is that cute? John Carpenter says Sublime does a lot of covers that you don't realize. Yeah, uh, yeah. Scarlet Bergonias is is Grateful Dead. A lot of Marley covers. So Rich wasn't really asking that question, no. It was like when you hear a song and it's been covered so many times. Sometimes you forget, like, who's the... You don't even really know who did it originally. Yeah, and that's a great... The, the example I gave is because it's sort of like a sentimental love song that's probably been in a million soundtracks covered by different people that you probably lost track of like you know what i wonder who about? even sings this are those songs they use on love is blind and the ultimatum you know those song little like interstitials and you see the lyrics those, because yeah, yeah but are those really songs or do they just have like a person cutting hooks just for that moment like love is gone it is gone so gone the love is gone and that's it <laughs> or is that really a song if it's not already a song, you no, should make it. No, I know you're saying like heartbreak, heartbreak. That's the model of the show. If you've never watched a show, it's like you're watching a scene, watching a scene. And when they transition to the next scene, it's like 10 it seconds in, of a song. It's 10 seconds of a song. Like, is that really a song? But you never know the song. And it's always about some type of love or heartbreak or pain. And you're I like, wanna, I want to hear the rest of that one. Ooh, hi. Is that a, how do I find that song? Shazam, find that song. And then you're like, wait, they probably have like two Two stunads in a studio, a guy and a girl. I'm like, all right, now sing hey. this. Soul break patch, up uh, stuff. This motherfucking break up stuff. Break, break up stuff. And you're like, next scene. Break up stuff. Is that what a song? song? Is that? What is that? Break up stuff. And they have the same format in the ultimate, both produced by the same yeah. company, but it's the same exact format and flow. Um, I want to hear those. Songs. Soul patch, Eric, pointing out an obvious one, but there's a whole generation of people that probably never realized until they were taught it that I will always love you is Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that at first. When I was a little kid, well, how would I know that's Dolly Parton? At first, I didn't know that until no. it became a story. You learned it. Yeah. All right. Um, Sarah was sleeping last night, so that meant no booty, no Ozark, no Saul, no nothing that I really want to watch. You know, no... She's sort of watching the Lakers show with me on HBO winning time. So you're Dr. No, you're Dr. No. I, uh, that's a one episode. I'm a doctor. Yes. You're Dr. No. So because Sarah was sleeping, I'm like, uh, oh, let me see what I could watch that she won't care about. And I watched that documentary that I thought was pretty good. And it really, Ooh. yo, what take me back. Do, 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 do take me back. It was not about Frank Stallone. That would have oh, been dope. That I would have been dope to watch a documentary That's about a Frank manly, Stallone. It's a manly documentary about Frank Stallone. In one sentence, mm. he says "cute." Then the next, he talks about Frank. <laughs> he's this, this guy's got cute range. to describe Buckus. Yo, he's got range. Link. He's got range. My turtles are cute. Greg says, in those instances, rub one out and just crash. No, um, <laughs> take you back. Do 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 take you back. Take you back. Yeah. Do 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 take you back. There's a couple different versions. Hold on. 
What is, is this? Who's saying the original? I'm confused now. This is all Frank Stallone though. But they're all different versions of Take You Back. Yeah, Frank Stallone opened up for the Deftones. This is Take You Back, parentheses, Tough Jim. Oh, oh yeah, I know is, this version. Yeah, this is when they're doing a lot of B-roll. I think this was actually used later. This is... That's from Rocky Six. Here's Take from You Balboa, Back. From Rocky Balboa. Yes, you're right. Here's Take You Back, parentheses, Rocky. Let's see what version this is. Oh, so this is... Yo, the, this is after he told Little Marie, don't be a little slug. Do you remember the other one, Rich's Whack? That was a good one. What version is this? Take you back. Do, 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 do. Take you this back. from a... All Frank Stallone. <laughs> oh, really? These are all sound Frank like, Stallone. Sound like a bunch of Soul Brothers to me. No, these are all hey, Frank Stallone I'm, versions. I'm not, even, I'm not even joking. Have the Pentatonics or anyone covered Take You Back? No, but Michael Rappaport did on this show. Oh, I like this version. There's definitely brothers involved in this one. I know a brother's voice. Did you tell me Boys to Men never for fun just did Take You Back? Let me see if there's a Take You Back cover. There's a Rich's Whack cover at CavinoandRich.com. I don't know if you heard this of Rich's work. I'll say it again. Oh, Michael, he wants up. to hear. I know. I'm pulling it up. Hang on. Uh, Rich is whack. Here we go. Rich is whack. Rich is whack. Do, 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 do. Rich is whack. Oh. Rich is whack. Whacker than whack. Do, do, Rich is Rich is whack. Whacker than whack a mole. That game you find at the amusement park. Rich is whack. Where's tight pants to work every day? Rich is whack. Where's t shirts that make him look gay? Rich Wearing flip flops and shows off his feet. Rich is whack. Showing toes that we all know are beat. Rich is whack. Whacker than whack on no my favorite one. My favorite version for sure. He said I wore yeah. tight pants. Irrelevant. He said my t-shirts make me look gay. This was That's in so sensitive. Early uh, 2000s. I wear flip-flops. Yes, I do. I have to go through all the versions. I have beat toes. I, I have great toes. Yeah. And dick uh, toes. you're a fucking nerd, Sammy J. If you think dick toes are great. Yeah. You lick my dick toes. Gross. So Sarah's sleeping. You don't know what to do because you watch all those shows with her. So what yeah. to watch? So you watched a documentary on something. I'm intrigued. I did not watch the. I saw Carrie Kuhneman hit us up. Said, "Did you watch the? Uh, who's the serial killer? Gacy. They got the documentary on. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy. John, John Wayne Gacy, Wayne. where the 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 image is like half his face, half a clown. It's like you think I'm watching that shit before I go to bed? No, siri, Bob. What does that mean? It's Bob gonna watch a documentary about a like a creepy murderer like right before you go to bed you don't watch it like during the daytime no but I, i'm just i when i when i'm like can't fall asleep and it's late at night i just don't think i'm gonna get better sleep by saying let me watch a creepy creepster that like murdered women so teach his own provolone i watch a documentary that really had me asking a million questions in my head and it had me Googling shit and looking up stuff, which makes me really realize it was a good documentary. I did watch some of the NBA playoffs, but it was we're West Coast guys. So the novelty of that is baseball and basketball are done by bedtime. The masculinity, Brett says. The masculinity. Hey, since when is that a dirty word? What a bunch of softy pants people. He said the musicality, I think. No, he said masculinity. <laughs> I think masculinity is not a dirty word. It Hyper is masculinity. No, I think people think word. it's a dirty word. Everyone wear softy pants. I, saw, I can't I find them at the store. I'm looking for them. Softy pants. Yeah. 
Where do you get those? At Target? I'm reading our text messages. Which, by the way, if you text us 412, the letter C on our show, every so often put a little dash your name. Otherwise, I'm just like 940 hit us up and said, Rich's Whack is funnier than shit. That's awesome. And then 781 hit us up. And that's my boy, Jamie in Boston. And he hit the nail on the head because he's a real man. He has a hammer and nails. He is a real man. He's very manly. Works with his hands. Works. Fix up cars. Yeah, but he, he, he bleaches, well, you know he bleaches his butthole though. Bleaches his butthole, his wife told me that. Know, I, thought man, that I think it's him. weird. He went. Yeah, he wanted. He, he wanted to fix up a, a. He chose a Lincoln over a Cadillac. Yeah. Classic I mean, Lincoln other than over, the fact that he bleaches his butthole, he's pretty yeah, manly. He has the JFK car. I'm just kidding. I'm just busting his balls. Breaking his balls. Good ball buster. So you could bust his balls back. Jamie in Boston, one of my favorites. Streettrends.com. He's living the life of the streettrendsmetalart.com. There it is got a cute family going on his beautiful wife and his kid his Jamie's living it up. is very cute his daughter is very cute so he said you guys need to watch and i did last night the abercrombie and fitch documentary it's oh. called white hot i heard it's good are there a lot of shirtless dudes in it isn't that what they called you in your early radio days the nickname that i uh was the nickname that i should have went with in the early 2000s white hot White Coming off. at you. The Flama Blanca. The, was, white, uh, the White Knight Highly. The White Flame. The White Flame was my original uh, name. Whereas the guys on my softball team call me Dickie with the good hair. There's another rich on my team that's bald. So the Abercrombie and Fitch rage. Now, if you love the Ed Hardy, not the Ed Hardy. If you like the. Uh, I'll let, it, let him figure it out. Was it Affliction? No. Oh my God, bro! Not at Hardy. I think he's stupid or something. <sighs> you got it. <sighs> Von, Come on, Von Dutch. <sighs> if you like the Von <sighs> Dutch documentary, <sighs> if you enjoyed the Von Dutch, the Von Dutch documentary, I think this is right up your steam pipe alley. I sort of enjoyed the. They were all racist, right? Is that the premise? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's like a weird. I, there's a weird angle. Yes. At the end of the day, there was racist fucking inequality things going on. But I thought the interesting part was how Abercrombie and Fitch was a brand. You know, they always said like since 1892, this is shit you end up looking up afterwards. But it was like a hunting high end, like Teddy Roosevelt bought like guns from Abercrombie and Fitch. There's a, who, who, there was someone that killed themselves, like a famous person that mur like committed suicide and they used an Abercrombie and Fitch gun. Really? Like, this brand goes back. Right. If you look at Abercrombie... See, when you're slightly vato like this guy, slightly vato, right? Daniel Javier Feats? Slightly vato. I was able to pull off some Abercrombie when it was hot. When that shit was white hot. They... They talked... Want to see a, a sweet picture of me in an Abercrombie? Yeah. I'll, sh I'll show you. I mean, they, they talked about... It was founded by David T. Abercrombie and Ezra Fitch. Abercrombie was an outfitter, an elite outdoorsman, and Fitch was a wealthy lawyer and real estate developer. And Spot, someone killed themselves with some gear they got from Abercrombie. It was a high-end, like, we're talking, you know, rich people. Ernest Hemingway. Ernest Hemingway killed himself with an Abercrombie gun. Yeah. Now... Outdoor gear. The wonder, brand yeah. went, the brand, they had a big store in New York City. They show you footage from like 
80 years ago where it's a big well, storefront. Dude, think about it. Abercrombie I mean, and Fitch. In the 90s, especially, flannels were in. So that's where I got a lot of my dope ones. You know Teddy Roosevelt? <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt did when all these. When he found out he was president, he was in Newcomb, New York, and had to travel to Long Lake, New York to use the phone to call them and let them know that he was on his way. Did you know that? Abercrombie. Where my wife's from. Abercrombie and Fitch was a hunting brand. A wildlife, like, that's why they got that, why there's that underlying vibe. Here's what they did, Spot. You'll see this in the documentary. That's why they used to love cargo shorts. They took that underlying vibe of wilderness. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, there was always that vibe of, like, what was their logo? Like, the moose head or something? Like, they always had the... They always had that look. And they combined it with sexy. So it was like, let's take this, like this. It was ruggedly sexy. Ruggedly sexy thing. Oh, like Spot. And they took this like brand. Spot in his gym selfies. There was a guy, there was a guy who's like a super rich, later came out to be a gay dude. And when you look back, everything about Abercrombie was very gay. All these shirtless dudes and dudes wrestling and everything. But say it was ho- such say a. homosexual. So it doesn't sound as Homosexual. Offensive. It was a very homosexual brand. Thank you. But. Not when I rocked it. Well, Even, I mean, I'm not saying being homosexual is, is wrong. But. This is the greatest example. Camino's the best example. Yeah, what show, they would do is they would target, they would target popular straight frat type bros. What but the reality target? is, can't even go to Target now. See, now you're confusing everybody. No, I was rocking it because, like, again, it was the '90s and flannels were in. So yeah, it was they a very, known for their flannels. It was though. very That's all bro, I got from there. Abercrombie I was I very disagree like with you. young broy. You could disagree with the documentary. It was very young broy because it was like you knew more. Rip dudes, so like bros were really into it. They had the it was a very bro type of uh, Andrew attire. Andrew Andrew Hart makes the best point because he's quoting the documentary. It had the sex appeal of Calvin Klein, but the preppiness of Ralph Lauren. And what they did was they Ralph they Lauren. made they made the price point high, but not as high as the designer shit. Not as high as Rich when he was talking about aliens trapping people. Not as high as Ralph Lauren and and some of the higher sassy brands but it was more expensive than your aeropostale or gap so they had this little pocket where it was like expensive for a kid yeah it was, it was sexy high end, yeah it was cool i thought it was high-end aeropostales yeah, yeah and what they did was they said you know what they did too they had the models and they wouldn't every Shirtless other storefront models. right every other storefront you know what they would do big window displays of what they had abercrombie had like those wooden shutter shades where you had to go inside to see what was happening. Mm-hmm. And this guy was like a genius. But besides that's being a trap, genius. That's how you trap white people if you're an alien. Besides being a genius. Wood shutters? It was yeah. so. What's going on? In it there? was so homoerotic. Now, our buddy Tony hit us up saying that he did some modeling for Abercrombie back in the day. And he, a, and he. Guy's got a 12 pack. And Tony actually. Tony fucking who? Atlas? Who are you talking to? Tony Mariello. He modeled for Abercrombie? What a stud. See the guy's abs? Well, he said on our in-show thread what part of the documentary was about. The photographer and the president were both very much into like handsome younger men. And the photo shoots became very homoerotic. Like, when do you guys tussle and wrestle? And let me just see all your dicks. Like, it was, it became inappropriate. But it was, my buddy Vince, my, my, my one of my best buds, Vince, who's in the fashion industry, is a gay dude. Yeah. And 
he worked at Abercrombie and he would always say like, yo, Abercrombie's so gay, but every straight frat guy is like, Abercrombie's my shit. But meanwhile, everything about the brand, shirtless dudes, all the ads were two guys like wrestling shirtless. So in the gay Maybe community, consciously, that's why I, I went there. But in the gay community, everyone's like, I love, they would buy Abercrombie. They would all collect. They, there was a gay dude that was like a talking head. He's like, yeah, every gay guy in the nineties collected the Abercrombie catalogs because it was essentially soft core like gay men. My perspective is is not going to line up with the documentary's truth. But my truth was I was probably dating girls at the time that liked the brand. And you're like, I bought you this flannel. And it was a higher-end style. It was the 90s. And I only had, I only had flannels. Maybe from the pair of You said, said style. Did you mean Abercrombie? No, high. It was a, for me. It was a high end Aeropostale. Oh, Abercrombie is a high end Aeropostale. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. me, that's what it was. So that's why I rocked. I, sh- I sent you the picture, right? Spot, and and then we have a phone call. Like, here's me in my fucking my glory with an Abercrombie. In, I was in my glory. I had a bunch of them. Glory, but days. again, I only had the flannel ones. I know that's odd fact. because that's not what they're known for. That's weird. I don't know. That so was to me. That's that was what they were known uh, for. that was definitely not what they were known. The only for. reason I because of what I wore, and that's the only reason I would have to go in there. Look at me. Bad as I was bad as can, bro. Bad as Man. can. But they were known Look for their. They were known for their graphic Man. tees. They were known for their jeans. They were known for their. I just knew them as like shirtless. Yeah, and advertisements. Shirtless. That's yeah. it. Baggy that shit. Was. I didn't know what they sold. I just knew that I didn't look like the guys on the front, so, so I just kept walking. Well, we'll take a phone. Who's on the phone spot? Well, uh, I believe it's your mom that keeps calling but keeps hanging up because because oh, we don't answer. She wants us to like immediately respond when. Well, that's my parents. They no, don't. They don't have patience. But I just want to. I, I like. I'm putting her on hold, or she's listening to the show. But gotcha. We just need to. And I keep. All right. So when she calls back, just give us a thumbs up. And we'll okay. Put it right I'm through. just gonna go right to her. When right she calls to her. Back. When she calls right her. to her. So right to. It, her. It's just a great documentary. I'm, I really gave away not too much. You, you learn about the whole story. The one thing that I I'm I'm sort of questionable. You didn't realize how gay it was. Is that what? And, no, I'm and, serious. And, That's oh, what I'm honestly, getting. Mike, I'll give you three takeaways. Neither did I, really. Three, three but takeaways. But now when you look back, like, yeah, a bunch of naked dudes all Th- over Three place. takeaways was that my best friend in college who ended up coming out yeah. worked at Abercrombie. He was a manager there. And we used to joke about, he left Abercrombie, and we used to joke about, what, did you get fired because you're not good looking enough? That was our joke. Yeah. But he would always say how, yo, you guys and all these fratty guys and white dudes in college are all about Abercrombie, Abercrombie. Meanwhile, in the gay community, it was like, yo, look at all these hunks. Like, the gay community was like, what? Do these straight guys, are they not looking at the advertising? I mean, like, it, the well, bags, the bags. Every bag were, was a shirtless were dude. Shirtless, not even the full, full dude. It was just a shirtless man torso with abs. <laughs> so, there was the underlying. It, it, it was the underlying vibe of like this is sexy and luxury for a young kid, and I just assumed like the greeters were shirtless, young and, shirtless and men with abs. Here's my question, and and here's where I got I was right by. I was up. which wasn't. It, and if you remember in the early two thousands, you can you can switch Yeah, but dude, we didn't care. But you could, no, no no. But you can. You like everybody makes such a point about like. Did you care if they no, were I gay? Didn't. That's you the were, thing. Like, you who cares? In the early two thousands, that um, bodies were a little bit softer because no one really cared about abs back then. Um, so Tony Moriello did. Tony Moriello did. But I, that was the only like, time I had abs. Like if you see <laughs> the any, early two thousands, you see any sort of TV show, like when they show the young, yeah. like I remember Dawson's Creek. Oh, yeah, like the young took, hunks were not the young ripped. hunks were just like soft, but like in shape. Yeah, like, like Freddie Prince Jr. in so shape. So when you saw these ripped dudes at Abercrombie, you're like, geez. 
Like, so this way, is this what I now I'm definitely not like these guys. So number one I'm takeaway from the pounds. documentary, which by the way is really interesting, how it became a wilderness brand from like a hundred plus years ago that kept getting rebranded, and eventually some genius was like, you know what we need? Which is more about the a luxury. Brand. We we need a we need a luxury brand. That's a great joke. You can't just brush past. <laughs> I didn't that. hear what he said. He's you were talking about how it was a wilderness brand. Yeah, and he said you're more into the holderness brand. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Spotty with the fucking slam. So I'm amazed that it was a wilderness type of brand, even though I'm more of a holderness type of guy. I uh, And I'm amazed how the brand, much like Von Dutch in that documentary, how it was like a motorcycle guy that sort of like went away and he died and right. never knew that his name and the little brand became synonymous with the whole cultural movement. Abercrombie and Fitch were guys that were alive in the 1800s. And the brand just never went away. It kept getting bought up by a different company, different company. Then it was bought by the limited. And they said, like, let's rebrand this. What are we doing with Abercrombie and Fitch? And this dude comes in and says, sexy, crazy, sexy, cool. And they said, you know what they wanted to do? Crazy, sexy, cool. They, they went to, they, then they I creeped much like how, you know, you watch the food that made America, how Domino said, let's build all of our fast food pizza places by college campuses. Their whole gimmick was we were influencers before there were influencers. Let's let's get all the coolest, all the coolest, best looking guys from the sports teams and the frats to work here. Because if we get the coolest dudes and the guys that are presidents of fraternities, they're on the sports teams, if we get them wearing this stuff, then everyone else will. And here's where the only thing that I felt was tricky about the show. They, they made a lot of racial t-shirts that, looking back, their answer was, oh, we have uh, Asian people on our staff, and they thought it was funny. It's just a lot of, like, er, olden days miscommunication, like like jokes you and I would have made in the 2000s, but they printed them on t-shirts and sold them. Like, the equivalent of you telling an Asian Lee joke. It's a different time, man. No, but what I'm saying is so... Doesn't make the, it right. No, man. at the time, they were like... Like they had like a Mexican dude with a sombrero and it was like underlay or something, you know, and they're like, no one had a problem with this. And like, it was the time. Like it was a graphic yeah. t-shirt. I mean, it, it is interesting to look back on. Like, yeah, I guess. But the big takeaway for me was where is the line? Cause you've seen this and I'm sure Jordan saw this in her Hooters days back in the day. There's a level yum, of, yum, yum. there's a level of, remember there would always be some jerk off that like applied to Hooters. Like I want to work there. And you're like, all right, guy, what are you trying to prove? Like, but then again, oh, it's like when you apply to work at Hawaiian Tropic Zone. Yeah, <laughs> and I put the little nipple pasties on. Yeah, I applied as the oil boy. Yeah, me too. When oil. I started working there, oil. No, I, I applied. <laughs> no, I applied to be the oil man. That's you cute. Can go, you could be a little oil boy. I would be. I don't mind. Yeah, you little little, oil boy. Little oil boy. I'm an oil boy. I don't mind being a little oil boy. So, my 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 takeaway was that, much like Hooters has a loophole where they could hire good-looking women. There's a legal yet illegal I loophole see, for like, all right, Abercrombie, right, Spock? I see no problem whatsoever. I know, but that's it's racist and sexist uh, no, and everything. I but see no problem whatsoever. It's, it's the equivalent of me saying, like you said, working at Hooters, me wanting to be like, well, why can't I play for the fucking Lakers? Why? Why? Why can't I play for this? I, I get it, but here is the catch. I, I mean, are you any good? Here's where, it here, matter. Here's where it's discriminatory if you don't let me play. Here's where it's wrong because I don't have athletic ability. Here's where, it's, here's where it's wrong. There was like a class action suit where like 
Some yeah. dude was pretty much told by someone else at work, like, yeah, you're not on the schedule a lot because uh, someone did a walkthrough. Like, the managers would do walkthroughs, and it's like, yeah, there's uh, too many Filipinos working at this store. And he's oh, like, what? Wow. Yeah, we need more uh, white people here. That was wrong. That's why it's called white hot. This hot black girl thought that she was always being put on the later night shift for on purpose so that she wasn't it's, there during the day. There's like racial undertones. And that's a pretty much I mean, overtone. No, no, but at the <laughs> it's time, a very white. That's a just brand. flat out. No, no. And, and that's yeah, where so and, what though, man, no, it but, was foo but, but, but because of things like that, but hold on, but you're catering this, to this your is, brand. This yeah. is racist, but here's the loophole. Black, white, Asian, doesn't matter. I don't know. Are you allowed to only hire? Here's where the discrepancy was that they okay, touch on. They oh, wait. Are you only allowed to hire good looking people? Yes. Because that is why, you know what their loophole was? They had all these lawsuits. I'm giving away too much now. Sorry. But you'll watch it. You'll I, don't don't I like I've watched a documentary. I'd rather wear a class action suit. Sounds like, that something, Saul Goodman sounds like something Don Draper would wear. What you realized in this documentary was that. They were judged like, hey, rate the looks of your employees. And like those people would get better shifts and more time. I'm like hot or not dot com. Essentially. Wow. And but here's the catch cove. Eventually, they're, they got all these lawsuits and their loophole when the lawsuits were over. They're like, yeah, sorry, we've done this. By calling the people that were in the front of the store models and not associates or employees, they were then able to be like, we can judge their looks because we're hiring models. Yeah. That was the loophole. I don't see a problem with that at all. Because someone could be like, yeah, hey, I want to work at Abercrombie. And the person's like, yeah, but you're a fat, bald guy. Look, like, we're, we want like young, ripped dudes. Think yeah. deeper, though, and, and figure out where our culture went. This was clearly a white brand. And like I said, I'm slightly Vato, so I pulled it off, but I was dating white chicks back then, so it worked for me, okay? So it's a primarily white brand. Very Hollister. There's all white people shit, right? Quality, nice stuff, whatever. So black people, Hispanics, minorities, whatever, they created their own brands to say, well, then fuck you, right? Yeah. Culturally, because, there's different brands. Because yes. that shit's racist, so we'll form our own shit for us, by us. So, But if that's considered racist, we've made the adjustments, right? Yeah. How could other people not consider it racism if it's like for us, by us? Everyone has their hey, own. Hey, like if, if you hire a white guy, it's racist. Uh, if, you, if you only hire a white guy, it's racist. But if you say only support a black business, that's not racist. That's I know what you're saying. saying. Like, it's like, like, the the pendulum, to this. like the pendulum was way off, right? Imagine but if then there was, to fix it, we went way off. So now it's got to be middle. Like, imagine if like, there was a sentiment that was like, support, imagine if there was a sentiment where it's like, Support local white business. And by the way, huge, fan, never, yeah. huge fan of Damon John. I'm just saying. Huge it's, fan. Uh, it's, uh, the power I, of broke. I love that yeah. guy. I I'm just saying it doesn't it doesn't all add up anymore. Like I appealing. understand the reason that they did for us by us. Abercrombie's like, the reason. They weren't selling to me. But we admit it. It's wrong. But are you allowed to hire people based on who you're selling to? Like yes. if, if FUBU was like, sorry, white boy, we can't hire you. We're it's not selling to you. Your brand. That racist. You're representing Then Then it's not racist. Brand. Then I'm, I'm, a, I'm a spot I, then. Then I it's not racist. I, like, yeah, you know? is there racial undertone? Yes. But that's the brand that they, they were catering to a certain type of person. It's like if you're a men's store. I'm more on spot side because if it was racist, then everything that caters to specific minority brands, then that's being racist. Like if you're right. So I say, no, it's not racist. You You have have a you have a target audience. Carry bras because, you know, you feel like you're discriminating against women. 
It's like you, you have you, a brand. You can't hire someone and give them less hours and cut them because you have too many Filipinos. That's fucking terrible. However, yes. however, if yes. you say I want a model in the front of my store, we live in uh, what do we live in the beach in Florida? I'd like a hot girl as the greeter and a guy with abs. I was never going. You to should be able. Probably. I think as a company that's representing their brand, I, I think you shouldn't be able to discriminate race and and stuff like that. But I think you should be able to hire a model. You, you should be what? able to say, all right. Black, white, Asian, Filipino, Dominican, doesn't matter. You are you, you got abs? We need a good looking person up front. You good looking? That's you know that would I, be like saying a casting at a modeling agency is illegal. You know why I shopped at Old Navy? And I live the old Navy life? Because you love performance fleeces? Because I I performed like a performance fleece because there were no ripped men in front of that store that felt made me feel like I didn't belong there. And you know what? That's fine because they weren't selling to me. Abercrombie was not selling yeah, their clothes. They're targeting people. Their extra large probably did not fit me. Honestly, if there was a guy. Just like H&M. If there H&M, was a guy that there was like a, doesn't fit me. If there was like a preppy nerdy dude. Does. If they, should a preppy nerdy dude get hired at like the skate shop? Exactly. Like you it just doesn't feel like no. Yeah, but then again, those people are applying for the job. So they yeah, must be unaware of themselves. Know, man. There's a lot of, this just should be called white guilt. Because it seems like yeah, racism like, only applies when it has to deal with white people. Like. You guys are the worst. Yeah, I'm we not, are. I'm not going to work at Hot Topic. <laughs> like, imagine if I was like, I want to work at Hot Topic. I'm a 40-year-old white guy it's that's like, they're like nerdy. Do you, uh, yeah. Hey, kids, I'm the guy at Hot Topic. Then why would they hire me? Hire some 18-year-old uh, tattoos. It's like working at uh, Starbucks when you hate coffee. I don't know. No, they sell tea, but still. But the, the point is, is that there's a lot of little loopholes where there's some things spot that I looked at and I said, racist. And other things I looked at and I said... I like my sports Their analogy. brand needs to be represented the way they want it to without being racist. It's a very it's a very th- weird line that we're walking back. Just then. like I said. It's racist because it was white. Just like I said. White. I said this yesterday. I think I said this Stop yesterday. Me. Either I said this yesterday or tomorrow. You're racist. But I said this yesterday yeah. or tomorrow that, you know, there's a, a trend now when, where they're celebrating the, the women's bodies. And have all these ads and like all these brands. I've seen the commercials, Old Navy, uh, other brands of clothes, where they're like, "This is our bo- women's bodies, and we have uh, clothes for all types of women's bodies. And women are great. Women are fabulous. Great women's body." You see anything advertising to a man? There is not fat men. You know, there is no one with a gut. It was less about titties. It was less about man. I, I, th- I think it was less Manatitties. about. Uh, I think it was less about only hiring white people and more about. The ability to keep on brand and actually hire people based on their looks. I and I just wonder like you're that's missing like, my question, no. Yeah, yeah. You're missing my question. If we're acknowledging as a society I know, that that's racist. That that's racist. And that was a problem. Yeah. Fine. Okay, whatever. That was a problem, right? But as a result of that problem that we considered racism, other minority groups did their own thing. I understand that's why, I know what right? You're like, for example, you know, BET became a thing because they CBS was all yeah. white. Yeah. But if we're going to correct the problem, and now there's more minorities than ever on CBS, as there should have always been, then how do we still allow what was considered racism on the flip side of things? You think it's they want? Not, you think they want it to hire? It doesn't make sense, man. Lisa, Lisa Paraj, at least Paraggio brings up a good Where's point. Where's the logic here? Flawed logic. Would, would, would flawed logic. Would they want to hire? Logic. Would they want to? Would they want to hire a little skinny mini size zero at Lane Bryan or something? Wouldn't that be counterproductive? It's flawed logic. Spot's right. It's target flawed audience. Flawed logic. Flawed logic. Flood. 
Logic. If you have a brand, you cater to your brand. Well, I think you should watch this regardless no, you can't. of today's from today's Kof, perspective, you can't. Kof, regardless, regardless of how much we discussed it. I only hit the tip of the iceberg. I really feel like you'll enjoy this documentary. I'll check it out. Of course I'll I, check it out. White Hot, The Rise and Fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. And I will say this. They did not mention, I was bummed to hear this. They mentioned Hollister. They mentioned the success of Hollister and how this company Hollister. was worth billions. And now it's actually, I was unaware of this. Abercrombie's on a, on a comeback now. Like Abercrombie became way uncool. And Don't everyone call it a comeback. It. They've been here for years, I know. Yeah, since 1892. But they, after all the drama and the lawsuits and everything, it was like Abercrombie became uncool. No, you notice they're getting better and better. And now they have a new CEO that sort of revitalized the thing where they uh, they got rid of like the naked dudes on the bags and it's becoming a little more woke. And I guess Bullshit. I don't want it bring them back. I want naked dudes. I on want naked dudes. I want naked dudes on this bag. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so sounds good. And there was oh. another one. Someone mentioned another documentary that I've been. Oh wait, wait, wait! I, I had one last thought that you love. Oh. They did not mention. They did not mention the short-lived spinoff known as Rule. Oh. <laughs> they did not. But when you look at Abercrombie's documentary, yeah. they had th they had a few spinoffs, and they're like, and they spun off in two thousand. It lasted for five and a half years. Okay, so look, you got black dudes right yeah. listening to our show. One love. Yesterday was Brothers and Sisters Day, right? Yeah. Love you guys. I don't think Creating a brand isn't racism. Okay, so then the, it should, then Abercrombie like, should be off the hook. Like uh, Stuart, Stu, said, you, we confuse racism with representation a lot. Well, our representation's off 100% because we're overdoing. We're overcorrecting. There's no question about it. And I'm a brown skin guy. I don't, yeah, I don't feel represented anymore. Oh, there was a couple. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a brown skin dude who never felt represented, okay? Ever. Like, ever, ever. I felt like I was the only Hispanic dude in my state. I think, like... Hold on. And, and so now there's an overcorrection. I haven't watched the documentary. But, Rich, what you described does sound like racism... Yeah, he's saying racism. I don't know. I didn't it see it. It does sound like racism. Uh, the racism was when they fired people because of their skin. Justified health. through representation. No, no. There was definite racism, but there was also moments of like, well, that's racism, but is that racism? Or is that just hire, hiring practices? Like, I think when you tell the black employee, that's, I'm not giving you the hours you want, that's right. different. That's what Rashad yeah. is saying. How the company, the company operates operated in a ra yeah. racist. They operated so they in a operated, in a, they operated in a yes. racist, okay. sexist manner, but they did not. There's other oh. avenues. Hold on, I gotta. Look they definitely up. had a stigma of being racist, much like Tommy Hilfiger at one point, right? So yeah. I'm interested to see what what it's all about. I'll check it out. And what was the other one spot? The other documentary someone pointed out, and I'm like, yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. Uh, oh, the one about uh, girls going wild. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to watch that too. Girls Gone Wild, Abercrombie. And I thought there was one about some weird kid who like, who was like reincarnated. I keep wanting to watch that one, but I can't find it. All right. You so know anyway. what? Uh, Rocket Dog hit us up saying not everything was looked at through a racist <laughs> pair of glasses back then. Not everything was looked at. That I didn't is. even care if they were gay. I didn't even know it. We are so hyper-focused on that bullshit that it ruins everything. Everything comes back to racism or gayism. No one cared. Dude, you're, there was naked dudes on my bag. I, for Not even for a second that I think to myself, am I shopping at a gay store? Your bean bag? <laughs> yeah. Was it my first yeah. or my last? 
Naked dude. I got naked dudes on my bag. We're, we're, we're looking at it from a 2022 perspective. At the time, I'm not saying racist things weren't happening within the company. Yeah, naked dudes, on your, the, naked dudes on your bag is cute. The, the consumers were not looking at it that way. I was just buying a flannel. I wish I, wish I looked like the naked dudes on the bag. I did, but I, I realized I wasn't, so I kept walking down the, the path to Old Navy. All right, well, we got to get into the um, random. I could By the way, the, the, gap. the, the gap guy, preppy for me. The guy that was the the featured dude in this whole documentary, just so you know. Oh, uh, Johnny Ripplepex? Mike Jeffries. Mike Jeffries was the CEO of multiple clothing brands, but he took Abercrombie from nothing to a billion dollar thing. His net worth, he's a 70 something year old guy now and sort of was ousted from the, the that world because he was considered a piece of shit and wasn't in the documentary himself. But apparently he was a genius but everyone at the end of the day, because of all this, was like, what is racist and this? And so he sort of dipped away with a net worth of like half a billion dollars. And he was quoted. This is a quote that, just to wrap it up, this is a quote that at the time. Rich loved this documentary, man. Like I watched it. Yeah, bro. I don't all even right. need to watch it. Now. All right, sorry. Sweet. Um, Rock on! I'm dying to hear this quote. Felt the need to fill the silence. I'm. I gotta find this quote. Oh, there was multiple quotes, but at the time, here's the thing. You know how, like, at the time, no one blinked an eye, but then when you look back, like, ten years later, it That's happens all saying. the time. It's un. It's kind of unfair because we're looking from a 2022 perspective. It's sort of like looking at a comic stand-up routine 20 years later and be yeah. like, "Well, all right." He because said, "You're right." Like, because, "Oh man, I can't believe they sold that T-shirt." At the time. This is just one of his quotes. And at the time, no one cared. But then 10 years later, it's like, can you believe what he said back in 06? He's like, well, no one cared for the last 10 years. He said, we hire good-looking people in our stores because good-looking people attract other good-looking people. And we want to market to cool, good-looking people. We don't want to market to anyone other than that. We don't want ugly people to wear clothes. <laughs> Yo, that's their brand. That's yeah. The, I'm, I'm, and it was uh, I'm all, I at the time, school, everyone, yeah. a little old school. Yeah. Not as old school as my parents' old school, but I'm old school. Old school for life. All right. So I'm, I'm interested. You sold me, Rich. And you liked girls that wore Abercrombie and Fitch, right? They talk about how LFO, giving them a shout out like that. No, I just love this. this no, was, it was the, no, he said, they said that was like the icing on the pop culture cake where it was like, now you got a number one hit song. Yeah, but it was and bad the, press and the, for chor and the chorus. Then you request the Panda Express took a hit. Panda Express did take it. It's, it Chinese right food makes me sick. Damn. So, hey, Randall News, we'll got to make it quick. Like that little Nestle's rabbit. You make me sick. Like strawberry I'm quick. I'm trying, I'm trying to follow Lonnie without, I, I don't know if he is making a point or I said something stupid in his eyes. I probably will. He goes, but it's okay, Rich, because it's history. It's stuff that already happened. That's how we do shows now, right? I don't know. Meaning, is he saying, like, because she said something terrible back then, it doesn't matter? I'm just saying through a different lens. Like, this guy said this quote in 06. Mm -hmm. No one blinked. Yeah. When the lawsuit happened in 2014, eight years later, everyone's like, can you believe what he said? It's like, well, I could have believed it for the last eight years, but no one cared. I mean, society changed. Yeah. Our views changed. Perspective changes. You need to evolve or, or not. So. And I think we... You know, looking back, yeah, we were wrong. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think it was ever right. But what I'm saying is, back then it was it was never right, but it didn't alert or it didn't make your ears perk up. 
No. In fact, part of me still thinks right? it's, you know, hey, you want good look. I, the, the whole, I don't want ugly people to wear my clothes. Hey, that's their, that's their prerogative. Eric said his, uh, his brother and his brother's wife were regional managers for A&F for, you're really four, limiting, for years. You're really limiting, though, your, your target audience. Because uh, uh, most people are ugly. Lauren Hill say that she didn't want me to listen to her music. Yeah. But Eric said his, his brother and sister-in-law worked there before they were teachers when they were younger. And when they were managers, they were told from ab- like above, like the emphasis on the sexiness of your employees. Like it was like you were it's a different time, man. Like sales you said, were, we were told to ask dirty questions to women in our studio. I mean, we worked for Maxim. It's yeah. It was thing, a different time. It doesn't make it right, but it was a different time. It's also one thing of your front of house versus back of house. Like if someone's getting passed over for a job uh, in the corporate side because of how they look or, or their race, that's obviously heavily discriminatory. But in front of house, like when you go to a restaurant, you want an attractive hostess that's going to greet the people that come in. Why do you think when you go to a sassy you want, LA spot? You what? want uh, in shape uh, waist staff and bartenders. When you, nobody gives a shit about the guy cleaning dishes in the back of the, uh, in the kitchen. When you I go, do. That's why I wear the Virgin of Guadalupe shirt. When you go. the Lucky brand store, which proved to me they weren't racist. Oh, it's lucky you and still I'm have wearing this because it's, it's the week of Cinco de Mayo on a Taco Tuesday. When you go to Vegas, Virgin of Guadalupe, Las Vegas. When you go to Vegas, Lucky Brand, Lucky still uh, that shirt's still around. Lucky it still fits me after <laughs> when, all these years. When you well, uh, I wasn't gonna say that. when you go to Vegas, every every hostess is hot drunk. for a reason. All right, the end. Every hostess, even Cupcake, is hot for a reason. Let's uh, exactly. let's say let's say goodbye. Rando news, man. I mean, Rando I fucking news. just because you want to talk about Abercrombie and Fitch for forty-five minutes. What's so important? There's just a few things in the news. <laughs> okay, uh, go there's on. a big story floating around. Have you heard the big story? How they were uh, leaked from the Supreme Court. You didn't hear this? It's like a huge story. Amber Heard pooped in someone else's no, this bed? Is like, oh. uh, this is like uh, very unprecedented because things being leaked are never happened from the Supreme Court about a draft for them to overturn Roe v. Wade. So... They're going to overturn that's Roe v. Wade? a huge story right now. Jesus. First of all, they're trying to figure out how the leak got out. Secondly, obviously, them even considering overturning Roe v. Wade and wanting to... How on planet Earth... Am I going to have to bust out my class action suit? Yeah. How on planet Earth are they going to overturn... Supreme Court of the United States, Ro- No, but Roe v. Wade when... Like, that's ridiculous. Anything's ridiculous that a, like a judge in the Supreme Court or any judge wears a fucking robe. 2022 weird but i also think it's i also think it's wild how old 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 dudes could be like hey young woman i'll tell you what to do with your body like to me i don't know how that that, that's the silly the fact that that's still a conversation is wild to me let's not even talk about it because that's a road i don't want to go down i don't give a shit i that doesn't mean i'm pro-abortion i'm just saying i can't understand how that dude could tell that woman what to do with her body mind your own business i mean it doesn't mean i would ever Things have it changed. Does, but you get what I'm saying? It doesn't mean I would ever want to go down the abortion route ever. Things have changed. But it doesn't mean that I, come on. Where things have changed so much <laughs> since the 70s. Yeah. I'm just reading feedback. Sorry, the advancements in medical technology, science, all that stuff. It's like back in the 70s, it was like, you know, they were going in with instruments and, pulling, you know, doing all this shit. Now it can be done medicinally and all that. It's... 
I, I just, I'm, I'm, I think it has nothing to do about abortion or the topic itself, but I'm just still amazed that we can't all agree that like that random politician dude wants to tell that woman what to do with her body is mind blasting to me. I'm yes. not going around saying, Hey, everyone get abortions. In fact, once you have kids, you sort of become a little, you know, your mind changes on things a little bit. Right. But I would never think it's in my place tell another uh, an, another human being especially a woman what to do with her body that is bananas b a n a n a s abortion i want the snap i, I just can't I need understand the snap it. in this world i, I can't understand <laughs> what, is, what is that what's the snap spot the avengers reference rich oh i thought it was uh i think you snapped into a slim chim yeah <laughs> but you were uh the, you were uh, getting thought, food stamps i thought crackle and pop were fucking gonna uh, bust into the studio uh, something that Jets did in 1922. Snap. Great play. Jets weren't around in 1922. I'm fucking saying things. All right. So another like rando news. That's real news. Rando news. Um, Mike Tyson's in the news. I love when Mike Tyson's in the news. Recently, he beat some dude's ass on an airplane. Uh, Why are they antagonizing me? Right. Now he's just walking through. This is like they're trying to make a story, but it's really a non-story. But it's like be appropriate. Be appropriate. I prefer People apropos. don't have any regard for anyone around them. Regardless. Gym selfies, regardless. The respect level is ridiculous. This is Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Get out of his face. There's some woman, Mike Tyson. I'm just walking through like a crowd. He's walking through a crowd of people. Some woman, we used to call this back from Union, New Jersey, giving someone a Stanley. You know what giving someone a Stanley was? No. Like a dirty Sanchez. This woman basically gives Mike Tyson a dirty Sanchez. Sticks her hand in her ass and puts it in his nose? No, but she fucking throws her hand like like he's just trying to get through. She throws his hand like under, she, she like she gives him like the dirty Sanchez. But she sticks her hand in her ass? What are you doing? So so but the headline. She sticks her hand in her ass. She doesn't stick her hand in her ass. She might have. I don't see uh, that. Can you give me more details on this, please? <laughs> There's a Mike Tyson story that's a non-story. Some woman just me. obnoxiously just like tries to be part of a picture or something and, and basically hits him in the face and hey, what's going on? And he gets real angry, you know, in the moment. But the headline is Mike Tyson goes at another like civilian fan. And it's like, no, he didn't. Oh, he was in shock because someone stuck their fingers up his fucking nose. Leave your finger down of my nose. That's really what happened. So imagine you're walking and all of a sudden like people are taking pictures like someone's like... I don't need this. She's just trying to pick my nose. I so I got angry. So that, it was a not, they're trying to run with that theme now in the media that, like, oh, Mike Tyson's just beating on regular people. Yeah, this is it. Watch. So here he is walking. Keep your eye on him. Keep your eye on him. I'm just walking right there on the left, right there. I'm walking and someone gave me a stand. Why are you putting it in my nose? Someone gave me dirty Sanchez. Unacceptable. Gross. So she, but, went, she went to go pick his nose. But he gets the, and then you see like in slow motion, like she, she's, she basically gave the, they were that about. So like, unfair, unfair headline. Because again, the headline is Mike Tyson has another like steamy encounter with the fan. Damn. Like, no, he didn't. Some obnoxious idiot woman, woman sticks right her fucking hand all the way in Mike Tyson's Why face. Why are you touching my nose? Why are you doing that? Why are you touching what my nose? What is that? What is she doing? That's what I'm saying. So don't, don't believe the hype is a sequel. I don't care what. Mike Tyson's minding his business. This girl gives him a Stanley. They gave me a Stanley. I don't understand what's going on here. Wow. Spot. No, no Neither Stanley. did Mike Tyson. But again, know what the headline was? 
touching my nose. Mike Tyson has another heated encounter with a fan. Why are you touching my Don't nose? stick your fingers up his nose. Stop I thought that was nose. obvious. <laughs> you would think so, right? I, I would, you think that's obvious. I, I think that's hilarious. Anyway, Met Gala. What is what is the Met? What is it all about? I don't get uh, it. Was Tim Tuffle there? No, but Kendall Jenner uh, shows but Wally up. Backman was there? I don't care about it, but uh, you know, I fart on the Met Gala. The Met Gala, <laughs> I believe. Yeah. It's hosted by Anna Winter of Anna Vogue, the uh, editor-in-chief of Vogue. It's just a, you have to receive a, a personal invite. I know this sounds insensitive, and but... And there's a theme every year. A lot of... It's was the theme dudes and dresses? No, the theme Lots of dudes and dresses. The and age. Kendall Jenner ditched her eyebrows. If this is a trend, I'm not supporting it. She went eyebrowless, but she did show her nipples, so it balanced out for me. So oh, that's a trend that I can get sense. behind. So, I love nipples. So I fart on I that. love nipples. <laughs> nipples, right, nipples. But I get I it. It's all about being, you know, love. hey, man, I'm so crazy. Look at my fucking oh, yeah. style. Kendall Jenner ditches but eyebrows. No, eyebrows is the weakest. Freeze nipples. Yeah, so whatever. Are they blonde? I think they're colored in. Yeah, no, I know, but but it, it it's supposed to be eyebrowless. All right, let's get to It's a weak look. Let's, let's stop the... it because everybody copies hey, what the Kardashians Let me see your eyebrows again. Oh. Okay. I see your nipples. I just see nipples. I give sure. her. I want to give her. A yeah, that's a weird. That's a weird yeah. eyebrow look. But right. she's gorgeous. She Speaking, is like she is just stunning. Yeah, but remember, nipples. young women do everything the Kardashians do. So if yeah. the eyebrow thing ever takes off, I'm gonna be mad about that. Show me your nipples. Um, I'd rather have Chola eyebrows than no eyebrows. I would agree. Yeah. Now you look good with Chola eyebrows. I might go that route. Speaking of the Kardashians, even though you don't want to, I get it. The Kardashians had a big win yesterday. Hundred million dollar. Uh, defecation trial, sorry, defamation trial, and it was against Black China. Black China was suing them for a hundred. It's going back and forth. I think the Kardashians are also saying, "Stop using our name, right?" Because it's ruining our brand, and we don't like you. But Black China, who was married to Rob Kardashian, was suing them for a hundred million dollars. Did something? Oh. <laughs> Man, Spot's on fire right now. Spot, somebody cool this guy off. Spot has steam coming off his head. If, if you can't see it, you're missing out on the fire that just went off on Spot's hair. All right, so Black China had a reality show with Rob Kardashian, right? Yeah. The Kardashians sort of like shit on it, and she's claiming that they ruined her reality TV career. She was suing them for $100 million, but the Kardashians won. So there you go. Who cares? Um, I always see the name Black China, and I have no care. I mean, I don't, I don't she looks either. disgusting to me. Whatever, it's random news, right? I always I see the name Rob, and I just don't care. Congrats <laughs> to the Heat, like and the Suns, with the wins yesterday. Now the Bucks and the Celtics and the Warriors and Grizzlies play tonight. Enjoy that. And speaking of sports, I pose Grizz, it on one last question. Grizzlies. Maybe I'll save this for Fox Sports Radio, but I'll pose it today because this question was posed today. Courtesy of Top Ranked Boxing, which I follow on social media. Isn't that cute? Adorable. It's adorbs. Isn't it adorable that I love boxing? Adorbs. Cute thing. I know. I'm so masculine. You're such me. a cutie. So outdated. I should follow the fucking Met Gala. Cutie patootie. So Top Rank posed a question and it said, Yo, what's your first boxing memory? And I think I have mine. I was like, let me think about this. I have mine for sure. Oh, we're really? Gonna, yeah. we're, we're gonna First do. boxing memory. Yeah. So this was courtesy of Top Rank's social media. But then I, I wanted to take it one step further, but we're running late, so I'll save it for Fox Sports yeah. Radio. But like, do you have your first sports memory? Yeah. Your first sports memory? Yeah. Well, I'll be. 
I, I'm curious. I want to know what it is. Joe Montana winning the Super Bowl over Dan Marino was my first, first sports memory because I remember my, my dad. My first football memories to catch. So well, that, you're, that's 81. You were four. That's amazing. I was I remember five. that. Five. Yeah. I re- yeah. yeah. But why do I remember it? Because my family went berserk. And yeah. I remember I, like specifics. They're like, God, I want his fingertips. Did you see that? His fingertips. And I'm like, I, I guess yeah. that's amazing. I, I would say my, my first real memory of sports was the 49ers winning the Super Bowl with Montana over yeah. Marino. That's your first and sports it was memory. like a clear memory. I was, I was five. And my dad was like, oh, Richie, here's a Montana shirt. I had a Joe Montana shirt. And I was, I was like invested, like rooting. I was like, go Niners. Like, it was fun. I was five. I, and I could see that being my first memory because Emmy is almost that age. Do you really want to hear my, my memory that you're not going to believe? Because I actually had one that goes for When you were like one, I know, probably. Ron Guidry or something. No, dude. It's even Louisiana weaker. Lightning. I had to be like three, like maybe even younger. Because I remember it was on my parents' black and white TV. It was a piece of shit TV that my How dad. How old are they? Yeah, my dad probably <laughs> I had, had from a black my, and white TV. Did his have, parents' house. Yeah. Did it have a record player attached to it? No, here's how little I was. I was sleeping in my parents' bedroom because I was probably still in my crib. But I was in my crib to like eight. So just, you know, to make it clear. Mm -hmm. My feet were hanging out of the crib by the time I finally got into my own bed. But I was in my parents' bedroom watching their old fucking black and white TV. So I had to be a really little kid because they had the black and white TV in their bedroom. Uh, Thurman Munson died. The Yankees were on, right? Yeah. And I said to my mom, my mom's going to be like, how does he remember that? I swear to you, this is my first sports memory. Now, I, now that I think about yeah. it, I said to my mom, I know who that is. And my mom goes, you don't know who that is. And I'm like, yes, I do. But, but here's how little I was. I said, that's pinch hitter. And pinch hitting was fucking, I don't know who the fuck it was. Bucky Dent. Yeah. Right. And I just happened to be lucky. The dude was actually pinch hitting. But I thought that's who that was. Like, pinch hit, you know, his name pinch was Pinch hitter. hitter. And my mom's like, oh my God, how did you know that? And I was like a little kid. Like, I don't know. But that's my first sports memory. Like I was like being, I was aware of like, yeah, the Yankees and this is what's going on. And I've seen this guy before. His name's Pinch Hitter. I remember that. Pinch Hitter. And then the guy was pinch hitting again. Which is, uh, and pinch, my mom was blown away. Loafer. He was also reading at the age <laughs> of uh, three. No, then I, I slowly like, you know, I went backwards in life. Regressed. You're Benjamin um, Button. Your brain, but my first, my first foot, like real sports memory after that was the catch, and then my first boxing memory. If I'm really trying hard to think about it, had to be like the No Moss, Roberto Duran, Sugar Ray Leonard, 1981 moment. That's 81, you know. And and again, it's because you see your family erupt or something. And you're like, man, this must be important. But I wanted to pose the question, like, hey, your first sports. Yeah, let's, memory. Uh, let's do that on we'll Sunday. Save it for yeah, Fox Sports for Radio because. Whether we know it or not, it probably left an impact on us. And we're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, yeah, 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 look at everyone going nuts here. This is fun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The end. Enjoy your yeah. NBA playoffs. Have a good one. Catch up on all your shows. And uh, tomorrow we have a new fresh show for you. Plus, tomorrow, you're going you're gonna to love this. An exclusive. 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 A, exclusive. And, and by the way working on a new tickle sack song so stay tuned a uh, a sit down with wwe legend tomorrow tito santana nice Arriba! how cool so, is that so going uh way back on wednesday santana. and uh may the fourth be with you yeah. if we don't see you tomorrow but we hope to see you so tomorrow a fresh show plus tito santana chocolate, so chocolate tito we'll santana. see you tomorrow and then uh, a Cinco de Mayo Thursday show and then Sunday on Fox Sports. So have a good night. You know what? That was a cute show.
It's a very cute. cute show. Hey, arrivederci, cutie, baby. Cutie. Bye. See you in the promised land. Goodbye.